I have one thing to say. At the very end of the song, right at the the last vocal thing that happens, have you heard of the whistle tone before? The whistle tone? Yeah, it's like Mariah Carey fucking thing. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you if you go back to like three minutes and like, well, just do two fifty five and listen to the very last vocal he does. The whistle tone is in there. He always points this out. I didn't even. So it's like your natural overtone that you're producing that that. That's what I think it is, but we did pull the tracks apart, and there's like, I'm singing two notes at one time somehow. Yeah, he did did the whistle tone. Pain's a hell of a drug. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that put, that whistle tone put Mariah Carey in the Guinness Book of World Records, so. I I don't know that that, that's going to happen to me. I I know. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) But you heard it here. I mean, shit. Yeah, it's there. I remember when I first, when I was mixing the track, I was sitting there like, we got to the end of it, I was like, that a fucking whistle tone and james was like what the fuck are you talking about so i started soloing the tracks and i was like which one is it it was like the fifth arm um harmony and it just it's there and i was like holy shit i thought the same thing you did i was like is it an overtone but i guess i, I mean, maybe i don't know what an overtone is but i thought it's like when you sing in a choir it's like the group in mm-hmm. the space is creating the yes. overtone but they're obviously all it's all me Lisa's actually not on that one. With all the high parts, I you know I could have fucking taken oh, a break. Oh fuck! I was positive. Yeah, no, she's not on that one, which is well, almost so a sin. But I'll say there that is something about like me, like when a guy like guys sing all that high stuff together, that like seventies sound. There's something yeah. to it, and she just was like, "That song's perfect, dude." Like I'm not, I'm not touching. Dude, I, I think James, like this is realizing that you're not just a farm boy on on a random planet like you have the force <laughs> oh. in you like, i was wondering where you were going with some that. old man some old man that you've kind of known throughout old your ben life kenobi? Is, is gonna <laughs> yeah old i wonder if that means old ben like dude it i it holy shit it's, it's funny that i was positive that wasn't you yeah yeah uh, it's 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 all that one i did you play bass on that one yeah okay that one's got him on bass z on bass and then we just, we kind of surprised the rest of the band with that song. I played it for them and was just like, hey, I want to put this on the album. I think it's cool. What do you guys actually think? Like, because again, I, I want to get back to not only just like melody and everything else, which again, I'm a huge black metal fan. Okay. So this is not coming from a guy who hates screaming or dissonance. I'll point out that like Hound Dog is, there's not a major chord in the whole song. Every single chord is minor because I love black metal. I love that sound. Not a single chord isn't minor in that song. So I'm all about it, right? But I loved, like, Sinatra was a tough guy. But he could still croon and, like, sing a love song to a woman. He could still sing, and this is why I picked Strangers in the Night. And um, I forget the fucking song name again. What the? I'm a fool to want you. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a song, it's a love song, even though we'll do it in minor, of course. But the other song is like a pain song. Like he's in pain. Mm. And I think it was right. He was married to Ava Gardner and she had just aborted his, uh, it was either his only son at the time or it was, um, he wanted another son after Frank Jr. And he didn't know until he got home from like a, a movie shoot and that he, that she had done that. And he loved her. And I think it's, you can hear it in his voice on that song specifically, if I have my timing right, I might not have my lore right, but I think that's the time when they went through that. And it's Frank is such a good performer that you can hear in any song, like 
whatever emotion he's trying to make you feel. Yeah. But in that one in particular, there's something it's like, oh shit, no, when he's not performing, he's actually at his best. And and right. I miss like tough guys, you know, being a bearded look shaved we, we were head talking. like dude, like I am. I I miss us being able to like like be emotional in a strong way. Yeah. Here here's the here's the thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And this I every track so far has been just kick ass, hundred miles an hour. Okay. But Thank when you. you put out a song like this, this is now my favorite song I've heard. Perfect. Because it shows certain things. Aside from the little boy on Tatooine getting, you know, the force. Aside from all of that, the song itself is, is great. And to give you an example of what we're talking about, or, or what what you're saying, uh, how I relate to it is, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. Mm-hmm. My favorite Slipknot song of all time mm-hmm. is Snuff. Yep. I knew that was coming. Yeah, my f- yeah, my yeah. favorite my favorite Stone Sour song of all time, Zizek's Road. Yeah. Like, but you know what, though? Would those songs be as powerful if they weren't that standout? Like, if they... You have this right. connection yeah. with like a, a band like Slipknot, dude. Iowa will make you lift yeah. weights heavier than you've ever been able to lift before. That <laughs> album Christ, is I think he's listened to the show. I've made those yeah. comments. Yeah, so, gym so it's for like sure. it's like for that guy to be able to go for like somebody like Corey, and it's the whole band, but like you know Corey being the front man, the guy singing the stuff to you. For him to be able to be that tough guy and then turn around and yeah. actually sing something like that, it's. It makes it more and, meaningful. And come to tears every time he performs it yeah. acoustic. We yeah. were, I was going to yeah. mention that every when we, we, we do our uh, Musescapades, which is how the show came to fruition, the, the cut music, is Mike and I would just sit and stay up late. We drink and we watch YouTube and go down these just rabbit holes of musical oh, journeys. Us too. And yep. we, we came across that snuff video of Corey Taylor just like, in tears singing yep. just, cracking, just yeah crack, cracking just like throughout. and yeah. it still to this day gives me goosebumps like i still get chill because it's, you know, it's real raw emotion it's and real. he just fucking powers through it and it's god it's the yeah. most badass thing ever yeah i think both are important yeah. like performing is important Agreed. and i think sometimes like that real side like it being an actual expression and like actually getting like again with ghost scream Arquette, like exercising some of those ghosts exercising some of those demons it's 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 just a healthy part of being yeah. alive, dude. Like it's like we all need to do it, and I think a lot of us turn to music for it. I mean, I'll tell you this, man. Even going through the divorce and stuff like that, like I've been through a lot in my life, and a lot of the songs that I've listened to that have gotten me through the hardest places were not about the thing I was going through. Like Danzig wasn't singing songs about divorce, but somehow I connected with different things that he was singing. Yeah, which yeah. is why I'm a little hesitant a lot of times to talk about what the songs are about. I don't think it takes away, but I think maybe for some people it's like, ah, I wish I didn't know that because the song seems so much more about this than Game of Thrones, or it seems so much more about this than than this goofy thing. And and it all is that for me. It's none of these songs are just about so, Game of Thrones or Spider Queen is the Lolf, the Spider Queen from fucking D and D. But it's not really. Mm. It, you know, it's like I, all this stuff. They've all got history and stories and and a place that they came from. There's a reason I connected with a particular character. Like Night is Dark is obviously like the, you know, the guys with the fire swords, which is hilarious because that's what the music video is. But it's like all that stuff and that time period when I watched Game of Thrones is a part of it for me. And it's like there's so much in each of these songs that's beyond just me doing cool riffs, which is equally as important. The riffs matter to me. I I want to rock. I want to, you know, what, what did we say? What was the high school band motto? Rock hard, <laughs> rock hard. Yeah, rock your socks off. 
Be sure you're wearing rock your yeah. socks off. Dude, I want to do that. I want to get on stage and we want to rock people's socks off, man. Like we, every incarnation of this band, again, we're changing members left and right. Just trying to find people that, you know, like don't have a wife and kids or a husband and kids or people that are busy. They got other, yeah. Yeah. trying to find like, maybe there'll be a particular lineup. Maybe there won't. Maybe there'll always be a bunch of just great people I got around me. Cause I only keep great people around me. I don't keep nobody, you know, I don't keep no fucking losers around me. Right. So it's like just great performers, great people, great human beings. You know, I, there's something to that. There's something to that. You, you know, going back. So I love, I love discussing lyrics. It mm. is probably my favorite thing mm. to do. Um, now I've, I've been in bands. I've, I've done production for a long time, but I've, I've never, um, I've never written a song from scratch and put it out. I've always been the drummer uh, or, or the person mixing some art that somebody else made. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can tell you from the perspective of somebody that doesn't do that, when I do hear the real meanings behind uh, an artist's track, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from me. It just, it, it, it strengthens my bond with him. And an example of that is like, for one snuff was about one thing. Then Paul gray died. Yeah. yeah. And now, and now it's about Paul gray for Corey. Right. But yeah. it was about Corey's ex when it first started. Uh, another artist that we had on here, uh, uh, Brown bear, who is oh, fuck, he's really, amazing. he's been my favorite artist of, of 2023. Look him up. Brown bear. He's yeah. from Scotland. He's, he's amazing. Fucking amazing. Okay. Um, but one of his songs uh, he gets into detail and it's fucking deep. The whole album is deep as shit. But even after I learned, cause there were some things that he said and I was just like, dude, what'd you mean by this? And even after he told me, it only made me appreciate him more, but I still have my own meaning. Yeah. yeah. When I listen to those, they like, it didn't like, it, it's not like pulling back the curtain and exposing the wizard. It's like, I think we all have a wizard mm-hmm. and it doesn't, I don't think it hurts to show somebody where your wizard's coming from. This is a weird analogy. <laughs> no, I, and I, you know, it's funny. Two things. One, I, I completely agree with you. And I, I feel the same way about every artist that I, you know, I'm into. However, it's like nowadays, I do think that like there was a mystery, like again, being a Danzig fan, like the misfits when we were growing up, like nobody, like it, it was so, like you knew the skull, but you didn't really know you know being out on the west it's like you didn't know everything about him now paul stanley Mm -hmm. is posting that he's having lasagna for dinner it's like i don't want to know that dude like right so i'm trying to find i and and i completely agree with you i'm glad we're having this conversation because it's it's something i want to i want to find that balance between i'm giving you the honest me but not so much that you like it it alters i have one i'm like fucking batman dude i got one rule I got one rule and it's music first. And what I mean by music first is the production, the writing, the performance, who's in the band, blah, you know, everything that goes into it. I just, that's all I care about. If that's in check, we can talk about Shopify. We can talk about running Facebook ads. We can do, I don't give a fuck about the rest. As long as the music came first, Mm. that's handled, that's taken care of. Now we can talk about everything else. And so the everything else in this regard is me trying to figure out that balance between, you know, doing talking so much about you know a song or something like that to where it it's detrimental or it, it takes away from somebody else's experience and uh you know they, they say don't meet your heroes right oh god the yeah. don't meet your heroes because then like if they you have a bad experience with them it might be difficult to 
um, you, you, it changes how you idolize listen them. Listen to them. It again. changes how you yeah. present yeah. And that, I, the, or how you. Yeah, yeah or, or even not even from an idolizing place, right? Like just like a like how you when you hear their music, you're like, ah, that guy was a cunt. You know what I mean? It's like, and, yeah. and so I don't want to do too much of that because it's it's like, look, for instance, we have a song called "Commit Murder." Yeah, and we were gonna call it "Kill It" originally because the song when you when you want somebody to do well, you tell them to kill it murder it yep you tell them to slay yeah, yeah you tell yeah, them yeah. to break a leg it's all violent and i just love the concept of like what if i wrote a song that sounds almost like i'm inciting violence or like a cult leader you know again going in the macabre horror i'm you know i have a fucking i got one gear dude i don't know what <laughs> but it's like but to take that and make it a song that like you could listen to at the gym to pr to get a, a personal record to lift more than you ever have or and you could you could listen to that song as you know a trans person like I'm gonna this is my time to be who I am unapologetically I'm gonna go paint the streets red a crimson shade of uh or no what is it a paint the streets a royal shade of crimson whatever the lyric is I fucking yeah. wrote out <laughs> but it's like <laughs> wrote it back on a Jesus like, back it, box you know oh dude yeah well you know <laughs> you know how I do it I got a little bit more money than then um but yeah no it's it's like it, like anybody could listen to it and get the right message, but for a different reason. That's, that's yeah. like my favorite thing about music is it's like when I, even when I listen to like the Sinatra tune we were talking about, the relationship I'm thinking about or whatever it is, or the, the, the part of my life that I'm drawn from might not be the same as what he was, whatever. but if you do it well enough, it's like a, I look at stand-up comedians. Oh, here we go. Like for, we for, love for, stand-up yeah. on this show. For inspiration. So Andrew Schultz was in a, one of his podcasts. Yes. And he had said something about like, if I do my job right, you don't know which side of the political spectrum. You might have an inkling. You might kind of know where I'm going. But he's like, but I make fun of the thing from both perspectives so that we can both have a laugh at how ridiculous yeah. we're being. And I think yeah. stand-up comedy and music, there's so much crossover. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. I feel that way about fighting too, to be honest. But, uh, you know, when I get on stage, it's not like, you know. Gonna... We had our political views hidden until Brad just, Brad's a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and to be honest, I'm not a, I'm not afraid or opposed to talk about it. I just don't. Again, if I live by my one rule, anytime we talk about politics, yeah. am I putting the music first? Right, I don't right, think right, I right. am. And that exactly, I'm, again, exactly. subject to change. I might change my mind about that down the road. But we're not rage against the machine. I play guitar. I have no business telling anybody who to vote for. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. is global yeah. warming real? Is global warming not real? Who cares what I think? I play guitar. We need <laughs> Elon you. Musk on that. You know what I mean? Like I play guitar. I'm not going to solve it. It doesn't matter if I agree with you. It doesn't matter hey, if I disagree with you. You will be rocking out as in Stranger Things as the world is fucking imploding on the upside yes. down and you'll be fucking shredding. And that's doing a fucking horror metal cover to yeah, Master that, of Puppets. That's, and, you're goddamn and there's a right. place for that. You're and for that, we right. thank you're you. You're goddamn right. <laughs> no, exactly. I, and I, I, I love what you're saying because that, that's the thing. Like, I don't mind getting to know artists, you know, personally. We, we've yeah. done it a few times. We've, we've had... You know, Brown Bear on here twice. We've talked to him. I keep in contact with, with James and the Slow Cook Bears like we were talking earlier uh, about those guys. Like, I love that. But the thing is, is I, I, reality TV doomed us all. I don't give a fuck what end of the political spectrum you're on. Yeah. Like, we should, I, I feel like <laughs> it is only sane to come to that conclusion. Ozzy Osbourne should have never put his family on camera. It shouldn't have fucking happened. Sharon. Family jewels with Gene Simmons. Family jewels, Gene Simmons should have never fucking happened. Like I, I don't give a fuck 
I right. care about your music. Now, there are people out there like Machine Gun Kelly who you suck at music and you fucking suck at life. <laughs> that's that's double. Double like, the hot take. I can't, like, dude, you know, fuck, fuck MGK. Right. While I'm at it, fuck Kid Rock, too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is like, I, I, you say music first, James. Yeah. I hated their music first. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I hate their music that's, first. God I mean, damn it. A hundred percent. And look, like, it's funny. It's like, I don't, I don't fault nobody for doing the reality shows like Ozzy and stuff like that. It's like, look, like, you know, I'm, I'm part of the problem because I also, I mean, I buy vinyl as well and all that, but there's only so much you can do, man. We're all, we're paying. Look, if we're going to, let's just look at music as a product. Okay. I know that's not comfortable and we're artists and whatever. Like I'm artistically integral. Go fuck yourself. People so, gotta eat. Yeah. So it's like. If, if music is something, if I put the music first, it means that I can't go work at Starbucks because the time I'm at Starbucks, I'm not doing music, right? So, I mean, you can if you have to, because if you lose your home and you don't have a place to record music, you're not putting the music first either. So, you know, different, different strokes, right? But if you really want to put the music first, you have to think about like, if this could be, and I don't even mean being a millionaire, okay? Like if you could make, even a hundred K just doing a year, doing what you love, making music you really believe in. I think that's a great first goal to have. And so that's, and not for other people. I would never tell anybody else what to do. I don't give a fuck what you do. But me personally, I'm like a hundred K a year is the first goal. And when I get to that point and I, I do okay with all the other music stuff that I do, but when it's just Von Bolt music mm, mm -hmm. yeah. and that is bringing in a hundred K that I think that's a huge accomplishment for an artist in the modern day who's not making, you know, say pop music or something that's like, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a lot of push from the, the rest of the industry. So it's, if, if music is a product in that case, if I'm looking at like, okay, I do want my stuff to sell, but I also want it to be completely myself. Right. $8 a month for Spotify. You guys are on Spotify, yeah. right? Am I going to, I don't want to lose your sponsors. No, 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 no. We, 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 we are going, <laughs> no, can I be honest? Through, can yeah, I be honest? Through Spotify. Cause you I have can, nothing. You can be hundred percent honest. Yeah. I'll say I also use Spotify. So I'm part of the problem. We all are. So like yeah. $8 a month or 10, whatever it is now for, uh, access to all the music that you could ever want. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> is not, that's not going to, guys like me you know what i mean like going to yeah. our shows spending money like if the marketplace determines the value of a product then basically the world has showed has shown that music is valueless now we know yeah. that's not true the way we enjoy music is is perhaps Invalious. valueless yeah but you know it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. It would it's like, be so to, to to go on this point. It would be interesting if, say, Spotify, YouTube, um, every outlet that distributes music for such a low premium, uh, just shut down and it's like, hey, sorry, we can't do this anymore. You have to pay. Yeah, like the writer. Yeah, you have to pay twenty bucks for a record or whatever the 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 yeah. you know a, a cost for inflation. What your records are uh, what your records are valued at. And if it became just an open market of, hey, well, the Led Zeppelin record is way more expensive than the Von Bolt record. Like, what's the what's the deal with that? Why can't I just listen to everything I want to any time? It's like it's it's a weird concept to think about 
if we turned it or if they if the turn of events became that uh, each record was valued on its own instead of just a record is a record and it's every record's 1999. Well, for one, I mean, they, they, I mean, we had that with video games forever. Yeah. Video games are not to exceed $65. That's all gone down the fucking drain. But, you know, a, a good example of a band that I love and separating personal from mm. the performance, fucking Metallica uh, going against Napster. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't fault Spotify or Apple or any of these other and the re, any of these Same. other companies because here's the thing, people are going to do what they can do. Yeah, that's that's it. And the big problem with all of that was government. We saw it happen with the gig economy with uh, just you know recently with um, Uber uh, shutting down taxis, Airbnb taken away from hotels, and the governments in the United States, their, their knee jerk reaction was get rid of this shit. Mm -hmm. We're going to fight it. And it's like, dude, this shit's coming. You need to find happy mediums to regulate. That's fair to the artists. That also does really the world a service, which is putting music from everyone in your hand on demand at all times. And whatever that price should be, whatever that split of the profits should be, all of that shit should have happened. But the problem is you can't, Stop evolution and evolution is not fair. Yeah. It and doesn't we're not, give a we're shit. We're not going back. Right. And I honestly no, like. I, there's no way. I think all the negatives come with a lot of positive. Of course. So, as always. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, on one hand, like, yeah, you're going to have a hard time uh, making a living. But that's not really new. No. It was always pretty Starving tough. Starving artists. Yeah. Has, that's been a trope yeah, for a right? long time. <laughs> it's not. That's not there really go. So right? it's like, yeah, I want to, you know, people want to get paid for, you know, what they get streamed and all this and this and that. And the, the record labels are going to have better deals with Spotify, you know, whatever they're dispersing, you know, all that sorts of stuff. None of that's really that new. Like, that's all. Yeah. But what is new is I think it's never been easier with a Spotify monthly listener counter that they offer you for putting your music up for free. You can open doors for yourself that you used to need the record labels. to. Yeah. So it's, yep. what, what gets interesting is it's like, we're not, we're not going to go back to the old way of, of, of taking in music. So I think for once, and this is the fun part, um, the artist has to be creative. Mm. And it should be creation for creative yeah. sake. Yeah. Well, I mean, creative, right? even on the business front, like creative, even on yeah. like, 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 let's say, um, say I do very well and, Somehow I do it with no record labels. Let's say I don't get to some of the bigger venues because you're probably going to need to be connected via record labels and stuff like that to do that. I'm not lobbyists I'm not and stuff like that. that. I, yeah. I'm I'm speculating, yeah. right? But like, let's say like I, I'm just assuming the way the world works. Like like the bigger opportunities are going to be afforded to those somewhere. who know somebody who knows mm-hmm, somebody, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's the Jersey me. <laughs> but it's like if even if that's true, if I do really really well on my own. And I become very creative and I come up with different things like say, um, and I, I think about this stuff all the time and I don't have the answer yet. I will. I'll, I'll come back on, you know, three, three years maybe. And, and I'll have more of like, here's what worked. Here's what didn't. I do want to give back. Like if once I figure it out and I will figure nice. this out, um, it's, it's like, let's say like you've got things like Patreon, right? It's like, if you join the Patreon, the next record I put out, we don't know when it's coming out. The music comes first. But if you're in there, when it comes out, I'm going to send everybody's name to the vinyl press. 
and it'll say hallowed be their names and your name will go on every pressing of that record for, for the rest of the time whoever was nice. in my patreon at that time yeah well yeah this helps support like you and push you up to that level and kind of you know you're one of us yeah. now you're in the band you need to be credited right. uh I don't want to get into like NFTs. I don't really know much about it, but I think like even Avenged no Sevenfold was doing that. And it, 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 I could see a case where like somewhere the blockchain becomes like you're, you're basically an invest, you're investing in the stock of Von Bolt. And like, now you get a piece of the publishing or something. I'm not saying that I'm going to go that route, but there's just so much out there that you could do. Mm-hmm. If you do the art so good that people can't help, but to want to be a part of it and listen to it. And then, and go ahead. Uh, I always find that, like, you know, the age of SoundCloud, I'm pretty sure we're all on SoundCloud. It still is a thing. Like, whatever, every once in a while, I'll sit there. Yeah, oh, get in. Oh, every once in a while, I'll sit there and look at the, uh, there's someone that has, like, 500 followers. And I'm like, oh, shit, got, like, 10,000 plays on a tune they just put out. And it, it goes with the same example. If the art's good, if you're doing it solid, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't avoid like the promotion part of it. You can't avoid in that shit anymore. But like, if it's really that fucking good, you will be okay. Um, like even that give and take with like the payouts for Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. Like, I think that shit goes out the out the fucking window too, because um, we we live in an environment where like the value, immediate value in music per play, or even if you're selling records, still like kind of mm-hmm. fucked. Like if uh, James is gonna print out hundred pieces of vinyl, uh, I don't know. And uh, let's I don't know I don't know how much vinyl costs nowadays, but like five or twenty, or whatever the profit margin is there. Well, I'm just gonna go back one more time. If the if the product is good, you will be okay. Yes. That's all that matters. Music first or the arts first. You're, you're That's what hasn't changed. Dave, Dave Girl, Dave Girl already said it best. He was like, I saw him in some interview, and I don't even think it's a new one. He's just like, dude, you walk into a joint, and there's a band just rip. It's it's contagious. There's you, yeah. You're gonna yes. You're gonna be involved. You're gonna buy a T-shirt. You're gonna listen to their music and get them streams and open doors for that. It's just if if the band is right. And there's no and I think that's one thing that, that is really keep being cultivated in our current economy as far as music goes is the fact that it's because it's so open to anybody. Anybody who purchases a thousand dollar fucking MacBook has GarageBand and now they're out there yep. in their, you know, in their bedroom making music. And if it's not good music, they're not going to get listens. They're not going to get popular, even just without even playing yeah. shows, just complete bedroom rock or bedroom pop or whatever. Yep. Um, so it really is because it's so, um, saturated that only the good artists are coming through only the real, if it's something that is worth listening to on a regular basis or worth paying for, those artists are going to ascend and become, you know, more well-known and more popular and garner that, that attention and that pay. So like, for, for example, like, um. Like virtuosic, is that that word? Is that the right? Sure, word? it is now. Virtuosos, virtuo, yeah, virtuosic. I guess whatever. But like, we never we make get words, words up all the time. Show, it's fine. So don't worry. About virtuosic it. But, is like, now a word in the cut music podcast. I'm pretty sure that's the actual thing. Like, but like, you have to be really fucking close to there now. Like as you said, the, the market's saturated. I get it, and it fucking sucks. I make, like, oddly enough, I make bass music 
and I play bass. But I also do composition work, and I make sure That's that correct. I make I make sure that whatever I'm putting out is at least on my own personal scale. It has to be an eight out of ten if I'm gonna put it out. At least, yeah. Do you, do you, do you find? As I don't mean to like completely interrupt, but like, yeah. As as also a creative, there's a point in your creative project where it's like, ah, I know I can do better. I know I can do better, but you have to settle because you know it's good enough to release. The saying is, uh, "It's not done. It's due." Yeah. yeah. That's literally <laughs> I like, like I was saying with yeah. Hound Dog. I would much prefer to have had a talented drummer on that, but it was due. So I yeah. And like, and, and the, and the drums weren't bad, like, to be fair. They weren't, they weren't bad. Yeah, no, like, no, they weren't. They were good. It, it's just like it comes down to the whole thing. Like, um, as creatives, and especially as artistes, whatever the <laughs> fuck, like, um, you will always look at your work and be like, this needs to get better. It always has to, it, it can always be better to you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But to everyone else, it could be the goddamn. I don't know, Jesus coming down from the sky or some yeah. shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, it, it's so, no, it's so crazy how that shit works. I mean, uh, you know, I, I I did improv for a while and I was a drummer in a band and there would just be nights where I'm on my, you know, sixth set in two days yep. and like my wrists are killing me. And I just like, you know, I, I remember one time I uh, we closed out a set with I Fought the Law, which is just fucking... Um, in like a huge strain on the fucking wrist uh, for what they were at the time. And I remember getting off and I'm like, fuck, that was a shit show. I fucking, I missed that. I dropped that beat com- fucking completely. It was, and somebody comes up and is like, yep. oh my God, dude, I got to tell you, like I, that's one of the best drumming, uh, drumming, like uh, I've ever seen at a, at a show here. And I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> and it's completely true for that person yeah. at that time. Yeah. It, it, and that's it, the you beautiful could be totally thing about right. fucking art, You can art, see right? a video later. We could watch a video of you from that night right now, and we could all agree, Dude, like, nah, okay, bro, you okay. the bed. Dude, that but shit for apart. that person at that time, this is James, really real. I, I, I oh, was, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, go ahead, Z. I, I, like, as far as how we're, like, we judge ourselves, there is a threshold where you're like, no, that was no boy. Yeah. Like, we, we all get, <laughs> we go, get down on ourselves like, ah, oh, that fucking sucked. But no, there's a, there's a point where you're like, no, that was not good yeah. at all there, there's yeah. there's levels yeah. to this shit like oh this, i don't like this performance tonight. that's why you said you, you you'll you're willing to put out something that's an eight out yeah. of ten yeah because an eight out of ten means yeah. that like you understand that like it may be a 10 out of 10 i don't think so yeah but i know it's not low yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well you you know you know the possible the probability that more people are going to f- if for your eight, the the probability that more people are going to put it at a ten yeah. is there. Absolutely. I would say, and, and, and I would that's say, what counts. thinking back to James, you and I in high school, every show that we played with the Stale Marshmallows, it fucking it fucking 10. rocked. Ten out of ten. Listening back to our tracks is like, oh yeah, we're not uh, doing that. <laughs> dude, oh god, dude, Moosh and I were going to put an episode together with some of the musical stuff that we've done over the years and we went and listened to the very first track that him and i ever recorded when we first met and we're like this is bad this is bad no, <laughs> we've no. because we keep growing uh, dude, you know, and we keep growing yeah. as artists no, the, and as as yes. you know completionists yeah. and yeah but you know how it goes man. Like, I, but i mean i'm thinking to myself so i had a recording studio when i was living in ventura and i'm thinking to myself after listening because i hadn't listened to it in years and i listened to this uh song that mission i did and i go i fucking got business on this song I was like, hey, here's how good I can make your shit yeah. sound. Here's an example of yeah. me drumming. And it's like, what the fuck? It's a fuck? lot of people in this world. It's like, 
there's a lot of people in this world. Yeah. So Michael, you're 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 an engineer too, yeah. So you mix, you do all that stuff. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. It's like okay, so here we go. Fuck it, all four of us do. But like, James is like asked like he asked me a question like, what's what's life about for you? It's about high scores. <laughs> That's for me, right? Yeah. And then. I'm really, I'm normally pretty fucking humble, but when it comes to mixing and engineering, sound design, all that shit, and taking, having a hand in his album, I was like, no, this motherfucker is going to be awesome. I know what's going to be yeah. dope. I don't see a downside in having that mentality. Right. No, no, there's no like, downside. It's I just like, see a, like, I have, I had a friend that you knew, I'm not going to put him on blast right now, but like, cause he's come a long way, but like, he would go to show us a song and he would be like, yeah, he would like make you listen to it. Like, will you listen to my new song? I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to play it. And he'd be like, all right, play it. He'd be like, not very good. I'm still working on it. It's like there's no there's no upside to selling yeah. yourself short. Yeah. There is there there is maybe a downside to selling overselling yourself, whatever. But dude, in your own heart, to not just believe in what yep. you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no downside to just believing in yeah. yourself. Against and, and, impossible. And look, we we all have those days. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's where it's rougher than normal, but like Z, I, I'm with you. Like, if anybody asked me if you were ever to be a part of a band, like, what is the best thing you can bring to the table? Production. Yeah. That's it, hands down. Yeah. That is the thing I've been doing the longest. Drums, um, not anymore. I'm just, I, uh, like I said, I, I, I started learning vocals and uh, about three years ago, and I'm learning piano now. Um, that's where my my focus is, but like I don't think I would be able to get into the band. Now we were talking about Corey Taylor earlier. Mm -hmm. Moosh can back me up on this. Uh, Vermillion in one fucking you did take. that, yeah, you screams did that, and yeah. all, mm -hmm. yeah, that shit was fucking. And so, but most of the time, you ask me what I think of my vocals, and Moosh can attest to this over the last three years. I, I think they're fucking shit most <laughs> dude, of the I time. Do the same fucking thing, man. Trust. Yep. Well, dude, <laughs> and it's like, dude, some days I'll record something and I'll be like, oh. Fuck, like I can't wait to show Moose this. Like this yeah. is amazing. Yep. And then I go to show Moose a few days later and I get like 30 seconds into the shot going, yeah, you, you know what? No. You're yeah, not yeah, here yeah, the rest. Yeah. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. Every I, I invite time. him to listen to my shit and then I tell him to fuck off. And you know what this all comes down to, guys? Because we gotta throw some extra uh, some more of your music in here. This comes down to Ooh, shame. look at that segue, bro. Oh. And whether you have it or don't have it, and when it's appropriate and when it's not. That's really what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Completely agree. Get it. What a Completely fucking segue. Agree. All right, Von Bolt. Von Bolt, here we go the again. King of shame. Segways over here. Welcome to The Cut Music. We are your hosts, Mike and... The Moosh. <laughs> Dude, yes. two episodes in a row with that intro. I'm here I mean, for we it. had to use it at least twice, and we'll recycle it next year. It's a badass intro, dude. And again, Moose put this together in like 48 hours. <laughs> it was, a, <laughs> it like was a crazy idea that I had and told the Moose to, to work on it, and he got it done. 
Yeah, we make things happen. We make things happen. That's what we do. Hey, speaking of making things happen, just want to remind everybody, as always, we are running our Metal Health is Mental Health campaign. Be sure to go to our shop at thecutmusic.com forward slash shop. All proceeds go to uh, help those struggling with mental health challenges. And for everything else, go to thecutmusic.com. You can also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at thecutmusic1. And with that out of the way, it's a big day, Moosh. It's a big day. It is a big day because... We have an artist interview on the show today, and we're not having to get in a fucking boat and we're not going pa- across and the pond. paddle our way across the pond. <laughs> it's our first uh, American artist, which I'm excited to have on the show. So yes. that's, that's fun. Mike, where did your camera go? I can't see you. Uh, it'll be up in a minute. Don't worry yeah, about fair it. Enough. I, I took my pants off for a sec. It's really hot in here. I'm feeling yeah. like Brad um, <laughs> com- complaining about the heat, but I, uh, yeah. Um, Hold on. I'll put pants on and then, and then we'll go from there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so listening to this band is your own funeral. That's what I'm hearing. And this yep. is a perfect, perfect band to have on the show for our for the week of Halloween. We had our Halloween episode last week, but we mm-hmm. wanted to premiere these guys on the week leading to Halloween. And not too far from either one of us coming Straight out of Vegas, we have Von Bolt. What's up, guys? Hey, good. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. We're supposed to be in Vegas, not New York. What's going on here? Well, it's Jersey. That was a Jersey accent. Watch it. Sorry, sorry. Jersey. My bad. My bad. I was born there, but I grew up in Vegas. I have no business. What's he talking about? He's like, I thought you're from you're from Jersey, yeah? He didn't know he was British, did you? No, no. He said he has. This is gonna get chaos fast. One more beer and he's Russian. Just watch. He said he had an American artist. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's not bad. I can. I, can, uh, I lost my ability out, yeah? to do this. I can't do the, the English at all. I'm not an actor. You're like me, man. I can't do it either. I've tried. Moose just tried to teach me accent. He's good from, at it. Uh, English, yeah, he's great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I Moose Moose does crazy things with his mouth and not even for money. And for that, I we all applaud him. I heard that yeah, about. So him does too. my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, twenty dollars is twenty dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. Well, it goes hey, a long so, way. Uh, wherever the hell you guys were originally from, you are now. Sin based City, in man. Vegas, correct? Yep, mm-hmm. Sin, Sin City. City. Exactly. Yep. Now, the reason why I said you guys were going to be a perfect episode and why we wanted to get you guys on this show and have your episode come out the week of Halloween is because, correct me if I'm wrong, like your genre is is like horror metal, right? Yeah, we call it horror movie heavy metal and rock and roll. I'm stuck on, I'm stuck on like the, the Motorhead philosophy of like all this shit is rock and roll. And we're, we're especially yeah. very rock and roll influenced. I mean, we have the Elvis cover and everything. So I, I love just calling it rock and roll. But since we're relatively new, we're only a few years old. So eh, still telling everybody like all the independent genres that we could maybe associate with. We're horror punk in the UK sometimes. Mm-hmm. We're on a compilation mm-hmm. disc with uh, horror punks not dead out there. And nice. okay. So yeah, like it just depends on who I'm talking to. I'll change, you know, to get somebody to listen to the damn thing. I mean, to to be fair, each song kind of has its own little like there's there's an overarching rock and roll. But like you've got an acoustic song, you've got kind of this weird, whimsical, like dark song on your album. And then a lot of your stuff is very reminiscent of like 30s, 40s horror, like slasher flicks and shit like that. Yeah, to totally. love it. We're uh, obviously big horror movie fans and all that. But we also uh, so I'm sitting here with Z, my bassist and producer and our guitarist, Darren. Uh, owned a recording studio with me, uh, Monster Sound and Picture, which I've left to be a musician because that's a great financial move. 
that's why we're drinking Modelo. Yeah. Uh, you no, guys no, look no. like you might hey, be drinking hey, nothing wrong with Modelo. I, I, our I love Modelo. I went full on engineer, man. So, like, but we're also composers. I do um, a lot of music for slot machines and all that. We actually the number one game right now in three categories is the Universal Monsters Frankenstein machine that we did the music for. So, yeah. and it's no a huge shit. wow. It's a huge that's part huge. of the game. They, there's a bunch of music in it. And um, I just did the Squid Game. They just released it uh, last week at G2E here in Vegas. And it's killing that Steve Aoki show up. I guess he's a big Squid Game fan. He had like a, what do you call it, bootleg uh, Squid Game remix that he had done. And so nice. Dude, if you're not a big fan of Squid Game, I don't care to know you. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he's badass. And same as Steve show. Aoki's badass. I mean, like, yes, he is. I'm a fan but of that. Squ- is the very first show I ever watched intentionally with a dub. <laughs> With a what? <laughs> yeah, as a whole, I mean, as a horror, there's so oh, yeah. many good Asian. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, have to be I into Japanese horror, right? Yeah, Korean, Italian yeah. horror. Yeah, there's so much good subtitled horror. Sometimes it's a little scarier when you can't understand them. I turn the subtitles off. What? Oh, <laughs> rebel! So you're just gonna yell Dottie. that in gibberish, no idea what's going I, on. I, I'm not following the plot. I'm just, I'm, I'm scared. I'm just wondering, like, what's gonna happen yeah. next. All right, we're, you know what? Maybe, maybe throughout this episode, we can we can revisit this conversation as, as we go because I am a huge film buff. Oh, really? I know. I oh, classics yep. all the all the way up. I I love film. It's probably not as much as I love music, but it is a very very close second. I I think but, that's honestly like what we're doing with our music is like I, it's almost there's like film score esque stuff to it without it necessarily being orchestral or anything like that. But I. I always say I try to look at like the band being like two guitarists and a bassist and a drummer and all our vocals as an orchestra that I'm like, we don't always, the guitars aren't always playing the same thing or just a harmony. Sometimes we're doing two completely different lines. I'm slowly getting better at that concept. We'll see how it pans out for me. But like in the album, there is an orchestrated song, like a completely. Yeah, but you did that. Oh, I I did that. But but you know how to fucking do that too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome no he wrote the instrumental the we called it uh interlude very original song title but well, uh i gotta say I, i've been i've been listening to you guys' stuff uh moosh has told me about you for at least over a year yeah um, oh, and i've shit. been i've been listening to you guys preparing for this episode i haven't listened to every song that we have today like uh we got a cover from elvis presley that we'll play here in a little bit i have not heard that but um I have I've really enjoyed everything that I've heard. I, I think you guys have a unique sound, and uh, the conversation I was going to say we may need to revisit. As much as I love movies, yeah, mm-hmm. I I hate horror movies. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, that's not maybe though. Excuse you me. me. <laughs> I know, I know. It's kind of sacrilegious. I hope you're wearing your shit and pants. I hope you got your shit and pants on. Nice. Yeah, maybe. You can refer me. I've never, since I was nine years old, and watched the original Night of the Living Dead at, at, at a young age. And there's just something about the creepiness, the black and white, yeah. the poor audio quality that it, that just scared the piss out of me. Every night I would go to sleep and I would see one of those things walking down the hallway. Yep. I, since, have never seen a horror movie that actually scared me. What? It's never yeah. happened. I, I, they don't scare me like they used to. I mean, when I was a kid, it was the thing from another world. The original, the thing. Anyway, they. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, I'm talking this okay, movie. Gotcha. It's like the first movie they overlap dialogue, so it wasn't like I yeah. say my lines, you say your lines. They like actually interrupted each other, and that thing scared me so bad, <laughs> I just became obsessed. I was like, I, I want to make stuff that like makes you feel something like that. The fact that it just like traumatized me as a kid. So, do you have the the urge, either one of you, to to do the McCamey Manor? 
The McCamey man. I don't even know what that is. Maybe you know more than I do. The, oh, it's a uh, it's it's uh, the world's worst uh, haunted house experience. Uh, oh. oh, where they like they fuck you up and stuff like they hit you. and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not really. Life's hard. <laughs> life, right. Life's hard enough, dude. I'm a musician. Life. OK, perfect. <laughs> the last thing I need is to pay somebody to beat the shit out of me and no. tie me up and stuff. That's no, I'm, it's I'm actually right. free. Apparently, this guy will pay you 20 grand if you can make it through. I'm not sure that makes it better. Uh, 20 G's? 20 G's? Yeah. I, I, I You're not know, man. selling me on this thing. I mean, I, maybe I, <laughs> they got a brochure or something I can check out. I'd be no, I, only, I, I only bring that up because I, I, I got bored last night and I watched the documentary on this thing and I'm like, who the fuck? Like, mm, I am yeah. not a thrill seeker. I've definitely got ex girlfriends that would do that 100%. <laughs> it's amazing that the majority of the people that sign up for this damn thing are, are women for whatever reason. I'm not like, surprised, are you? I'm married. I love it. Some of some of us went into the podcast business and didn't try to, you know, didn't follow the whole rock star thing. So, hats <laughs> off to you for doing that. But some of us, uh, I don't. Are, are either of you married? I don't even know. Divorced? You? <laughs> Not married. Not fucking. I've never been married. I'm so not, mysterious. I've, 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 I haven't had that big of a smile on my face in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like a domestic partnership. I've been there, but yeah, you not, gotta not, get divorced, yeah. man. That's not it's fuck all the that. Rage. I'm not. No, hell no. Turn that down. I'm gonna turn us down. A why? Why would we the dynamics? We're audio engineers too, but just not tonight. Apparently, no. We don't have a compressor in front of. Us. That's the problem. Oh uh, man. Why? Well, like, if, if you we bypass the compressor. There's no compressor in it. It's a Star Wars. Oh, oh, the compressor. Fuck, which Star Wars one of those? One, two, three. Like all of them. It's always the compressor. Was it? The audio tell me, about never tell me the odds. Is, yeah, the audio we're about to give you is just going to be all over. Uh, just compress it. Put a compressor on it. I'll try to. It'll be we'll, fine. We'll make just it work. Put a compressor on it. That's all we need. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, um, I don't know where we went. That, we're talking about uh, how happily married he is. Oh, absolutely. Not. <laughs> good save. Good save. I got you. Well, hey. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but your latest uh, single, at least according to Spotify, is The Ghost of Greymore Castle, correct? Uh, yeah. Six? Yeah, it looks like it. That, that, honestly, I think it's been changing because it's this is the strangest thing. I'll be honest. We, we had much less um, monthly listeners like earlier this week. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's changing in real time. 965, is, yeah. baby. That's more than the last time I looked, too. So I wouldn't have said 965. Maybe people would have thought we had, like, more, you know? Well, 965,000, dog. Come on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Get yeah, it together, bro. Well, I remember I, I Two follow, inches I is a lot. We've, <laughs> that. We've had that discussion on this show recently. <laughs> Average size, guys. Average, Average size. size. <laughs> Average size. Uh, <laughs> No um, well, you started out with, with just like you released the Night Stalker uh, EP, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. way back when I was married, like, God, 10 years ago now, something close to that, um, I started a band called the Night Stalker. Uh, a friend of ours, Will Dickstein, asked, asked me, asked me, he asked me one day. Hey. He's like, hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> do you still, he's like, you're doing really good with the studio. You're writing all this music for all these different things. Like. And you're challenging yourself. That's great. He's like, but do you still write music for yourself? And I was like, of course I do. I write, you know. I write stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I write stuff. I was like, all right. So I started the Night Stalker. It was supposed to be a doom metal band, but that didn't. I just can't stay put. I tried so hard to just do like one genre and it just didn't work out. So the Night Stalker had three EPs and uh, two of them are still up. The second one became the Night Stalker demos, which is why I called them that, uh, when I became Von Bolt, which is because Darren, partner at the studio, guitarist, came into the studio one day. He had his guitar in his hand. He said, 
I've been listening to this stuff and playing it all weekend. I think you should do the band. I was going to change the name because there's another Night Stalker band that was kind of talking shit to us on uh, Facebook. And uh, <laughs> like as if the Night Stalker is like original for anybody, right? But uh, right. ACDC. And if you're, but if you're going to talk shit. Yeah, you Facebook. may as well. Of course, it's the bass player that was doing it because everybody else is getting laid. The fucking bass players, <laughs> dude. But, uh, hey, no, no, no. I hold a much more valuable position than bass right oh, now. Oh, shit, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, when you, when you talk shit about bass players, they summon. Um, yeah. So anyways, he, uh, he don't was like, forget, I, I hit the record button, too. You don't need that did. anymore, dude. And this whole, honestly, the podcast is happening because of him, so. Um, but yeah, he came in and was like, I think you should do it, but never mind. I was going to be the night slasher. I was going to be culture. So it was named after <laughs> the old SpongeBob, SpongeBob, the, the night the stalker, the hash slinging flasher, the yeah. flash bringing, Dude, the crash slinging. I had that whole conversation with myself. I had a bunch of logos I was making and I was like, he, he's the one that convinced me just be Von Bolt. He's like, you write the songs, like just, just own it. Just be Danzig. And I was like, I love Dan. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Nice. That's a that's not true. He is. No. A little obsessive. Oh, wait. Danzig or him? That's not true. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Both okay. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> hey, you said uh, you said a friend of ours a minute ago. Uh, I, I, we should probably point out, like, you and, and the moose here, yeah. you guys go back, right? Oh, way, way, way. Way back. Like, can he? Way back. What? what Pre- way, prepubescent way, back. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, moose and I go go way back, but it sounds like you guys are like. Yeah, all the way back like to when we, when we both had two inches, 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, so you guys met You guys met in middle school. Yeah. Yep. Right? Band <laughs> class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sixth six grade band class. Band was so cool until we got to high school and had to march, and then I was out. I was like, yeah, same. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so hold on. What what instrument did, did each of you play in band band class? Well, never mind that. We played uh, guitar together <laughs> in, our, in our first band in high school called the Stale Marshmallows. That was way cooler. Also, I just don't want to talk Oh, the about... Stale Marshmallows. Yeah. Mo- wait, Moose, you had a recording. Yeah, ages that you like, played I mean, me I, oh, that you played me a while back from the Steel Marshmallows. Yeah. We could get yeah, it yeah, on yeah. some of that. We could, you, if you want to play some of that, I, I'll suffer. That's fine. Oh boy, Ugh, it's not good. So we were huge Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> fans, and we were we, yeah. like we were just funk fans in general. We were super into all the. I love Funkadelic. I still have a Funkadelic shirt that on the back it says "Free Your Mind, Your Ass Will Follow." I love funks to this day. Do I still have a T-shirt from our our merch from back in the day that? Uh, it says like we rock so hard we rock your socks off or something like that. Oh, we did that. I forget. I yeah, we had we had we had a honestly. t-shirt and it was it was like a. I don't know about that. Man. It was something really. It was really cheesy. Guys, that we was, were fifteen. That was kind of our Guys, point. we were fifteen. No, years old. Point back then. Moosh. Moosh, you were in your early twenties when you and I met, and when we did our first music project, you put out a thing on Facebook and said. I hope you have your socks on because they're about to be rocked off. I think you carry. I never, this I with never you. said that. Oh, yes, you did. That was Busted. No. <laughs> I never said that. There's a fucking. That was, that was his idea. From that was, like that was the other moosh out there guy. in the world. That's so funny. Yeah, his dad named our band the Stale Marshmallows. He, yeah, it's true. One day that was my dad's doing. We're eating, and he's just like, "Hey, why don't you call it the Stale Marshmallows?" And we were like, "Only if we could put a Z at the end." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went full circle. Yeah, I go by Z. Yeah. Like fucking hell, dude. There it is. Am I allowed to curse on here? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. fuck whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. We curse away. Cursing, so that I don't. Be... I just thought about it. It's like I don't know who, who, if anyone's. You editing know how much it fucking and... editing and bleeping I'm gonna have to do? <laughs> no, no, no. no. We... There's got to be an RX plugin. For <laughs> we like had it. this. Uh, we had this guy on um, a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago now, um, and he's a coworker of mine, and he's 74 years old, 
And he says, yeah, these motherfuckers. And he goes, wait, are we allowed to say motherfucker on here? And we're like, yeah, dude, you fought in Vietnam. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Right. <laughs> Come on. Code orange, baby. You don't just get a discount at the movie theater, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say what you want on here, Val. You say what you want to say. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's go to uh, the Ghost of Greymore Castle. Let's take a listen to that again. This is Von Bolt, and this is off of the new album, Hollow Be Thy Name. The My Ghost name. Of Greymore Castle. My name. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Did I not say that? You said, hallowed be thy name. Well, if it's thy like- kingdom come, thy will be. Listen to the fucking track, Jesus. Yeah. Holy <sighs> shit. I got that stank face, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Stank Dude, that, face I, every time. I had to practice break- when you're playing with this. You know what I didn't realize? What's that? So I, all the guitar playing I just did was all for show. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you guys just get for, the for audio, us. but when you get the audio, you're gonna hear how shitty I just played all that. <laughs> I don't even think I was picking the strings half the time. It was all for show. I was saying it was air, only, air guitar. Only it was air guitar, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Only will only will hear it. Air guitar on my actual guitar, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you so know what I liked is two two things is a there's not a lot of song. What the fuck is the blend? Why is the there's blend? not a lot of songs <laughs> out there that that are giving, um. Well, there's not a lot of songs out there that a have guitar solos. Right. That is yeah. a dying art, and we are we here at the cut support guitar solos. Yeah, which is why which is a huge benefit of supporting uh, like a lot of the indie artists that we've interviewed on here. They're bringing it back. Yeah, and it's huge. Great. Yeah, and I the second thing I want to say, for sure. I like, the second thing I want to say is in the middle of us just listening to the track. Like, you guys are sitting there, grab your guitars, and you're sitting, like, fucking rocking out. Like, you still love your songs. Like, yes. it's not just like, oh, I recorded this song. I what? put it on an album. We're done. On to the next project. Like, you still are fucking, like, hyped about it. Oh, we love it. I, I, love, I love the songs after they've come out because, oh, my God. Yeah, we, we slave over them for sure. It, like, yeah. recording quality and everything, too. Like, it took a fucking minute. The little known fact, with uh, all that's real. We didn't use samples or... Um, Amp Sims or any of that. There's a few songs on the record that do just because the album just wasn't going to come out at some point. Like, right. Some of the newer ones we came up with, we were in between drummers. I didn't know who was going to play. I played the drums on Hound Dog at one point. It was just, you know, it was what it was. But if I have my way, we always have like actual amplifier recordings because they end up not being perfect in like the best way. Like we record them in our house. Yeah. So it's, you know, a, a nightmare for, you know, Port Darren Z to mix. But one of my favorite things about this band, like no matter who's in it, because it's kind of a revolving door at the moment, mm-hmm. no matter who's in it, like we just did a show a couple weekends ago. We've done a show every week. Like, it's been the past three we, weeks. Every like a couple weekends ago, we were at this specific show where in the back room they had, in the green room, they actually had a uh, baby grand piano. Nice. And so I walk back there and there's some girls and there's the other bands and they're all rock and metal and stuff too and they're heavy and... And Z's on the piano playing jazz, you know, and then like... boy. And I hey, jump up, in and I'm playing Halloween, stuff like that. And the other people are starting to film us and we're just laughing and drinking and having a good time. Then our uh, the new drummer at the time, Chris, uh, comes up. He's Chilean and he starts playing Sinatra and I'm singing to the girls. And, you know, it's just like we're just a group of... We're about it. Like, we're really musicians. Like, we, yeah, we really yeah, yeah. love this stuff. It could be our music. You could play it anything. We would have got down on it somehow, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you bring out like the the grand uh, grand piano. Like I've made it my whole like life right now is is being around pianos. Like I'm in like the um, 
like the teachers and all that I associate with all of them and technicians guild. Like I've been learning how to tune and be like work on pianos. Like that's kind of where I'm going down my career path as outside of the podcast. Yeah. I've been looking to find a church that we could steal one from. Well, we might actually end up with the full grand (laughs) buy um, one from. Well, no, we might, we still might have (laughs) Yeah, his, his grandfather plays as well. And he has a, a full grand, that after might... the show, let me know what you're looking for, and I'll help you out. Yeah, deal. Because we we actually we might get rid of our dining room table. The house is, a, as you can imagine, I mean the house is not a house. It's too right, basically too bad. <laughs> Still clean though. That do music, so we'll get rid Atta of the boy. dining room table, and there'll just be a grand piano. And you can eat on that. It yeah. closes. Yeah, yeah that's why I like just make sure we cover it. Respect yeah. the fucking instrument. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. respect the fucking instrument. I don't respect mine at all. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh my god! I still do. He'll come home. He'll come home, and I'll have my guitar on his bed with a note that says, "God, you look so handsome today. I bet you did wonderful at work. Please string this for me. I beg." Like, <laughs> <laughs> he go. He fucking did that once, and I looked at. I looked at the note. I was like, "This fucking asshole," and he wasn't even home. <laughs> and my, my dumbass, I was like. Fuck it, I'll do it. It was it wasn't like a it was an acoustic guitar one, so it's you, even fucking more ridiculous. I don't deserve you it. guys. You guys are like the musician version of the odd yep, couple. Yep. <laughs> don't, like, don't highlight we're, on that. We're we're out of cornflakes. F you. It took me six hours to realize F you stood for Felix Hunger. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Dad, it, you're, you're you're spot on though. It's it's we joke about how like it's why. It'd be difficult to get married again because Z is such a great wife to me that I just don't. <laughs> it would be tough competition. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. girl am I gonna meet that's gonna I, that I just give a couple compliments to? She's stringing hold my up. guitars. <laughs> you know, it's just hold stringing up. your guitar. The moment, the moment. I'm looking for a three and a half, four bedroom house soon. Like in the, when the housing market crashes. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yep. that's a year and a half, two years from now. By then, you should be good. I'll be good. So. Somebody will be stringing my guitars by then. You oh know, I've always, I've always done well. Yeah, so teacher lady actually, how to do that shit. Back when we were in high school, I, I got a guitar. I can't remember which one it is now, but I traded it in for that red Jag because I yeah. broke a string. I just took it to back to the guitar center. I said, give me a different one. I, I remember you attempted to string a guitar once and the headstock looked like it was just, somebody took like a hacksaw Tom, and just Tom was Marillo. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was a fucking, <laughs> oh, like no. they were, they were tuned the wrong way. Yeah. Like, I'm you know, the, the E string tuned right. The like left. Yeah. And I beat it up and I sweat. My flying V has blood all over it from, uh, yeah, boy. Oh, we, <laughs> we did this tour in South America and it was with Velvet Chains, another band I play with. And they, we did all these like I don't want to call it, they were like stadiums, but maybe the little yeah. small like a, like theaters I guess you call it. And they were Amphitheaters, huge. yeah, and it was so much fun. But then we got to play this dive bar, and that's like, you that's, know, that's, that's where, shit right that's where I flourish. So then that that's the show of all the shows we did. The dive bar is where I broke my hand on all my strings and broke the strings. The blood everywhere. People were dude. Brazil is so cool. Oh. They love music so much. People were coming up to the stage to shake my hand, and I would show them I was covered in blood. I mean, it was like my hand. The reason I even noticed it was my hand was sticky. Like I was like, what, oh, what yeah, did I yeah, get yeah. all over my hand? And I was like, oh, I got myself all over my hand. And <laughs> I would show them I had blood all over my hand and they would take my hand like and like more powerfully. They were like, yeah. And I was like, dude, I love it here. This place is awesome. <laughs> I, I usually get myself all over my hand while I'm <laughs> stringing my guitar. What was that? So, uh, the blood it, ritual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A good two inches worth. <laughs> yeah, average amount, right? <laughs> but it, the ghost, the ghost of Graymore Castle. Yeah. So, follow me here. Sure. I'm sitting here and like I, I didn't even notice you guys had instruments. When I'm listening to music, He's an I have my listener. head down. 
I have my head down and I am just listening. Mm-hmm. Then I looked up and you guys are like fucking <laughs> the fucking guitars and I'm like, oh damn. Uh, but anyway, I was sitting there and I was picturing this you know creepy fucking castle and this shit going on. And then I had this crazy idea. Mm-hmm. All right, I I will offer a piece of the cut merch from our show yep. for free to anybody this holiday season. That takes this song, The Ghost of Greymore Castle, and times it up to their fucking Christmas decorations. Oh, dude. You guys okay. have seen those videos, oh, right? Yeah, that shit's, that'd nice. be awesome. I, all right. Anybody out there that does this, I, I, I you, you have your pick of our fucking store. I will send <laughs> something to you. Me too. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I like Watch that would be fucking amazing. It's just like a fucking big ass house. And, and hey, it, kudos, kudos to you if you live in a fucking castle. If you could, if you live in a castle. Yeah, somebody in Ireland. Come on. Somebody in yeah. Ireland. We yeah, got we, listeners we, in Ireland. Yeah, we got listeners in Ireland. Scotland. Turn yeah, up. We got Scotland too. We can do this. <laughs> we got oh, it. Dude, they still celebrate Christmas out there. <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, man. That was a great fucking track. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. funny. If you, if you want to know what it's about, it's like a lot of these songs start about like something horror or you know macabre but they typically have something else underneath and with this one i won't tell you what it is but if you just google the ghost of Graymar castle you might find something interesting you know hopefully our shit's popping up but underneath that you know maybe in images or something you'll see something and if you happen to find this thing and you know check it out a little bit you're gonna catch a lot of the lyrics but for me what it really is is uh the ghosts of Greymore Castle is uh, your memories are ghosts parading around the mansion of your your mind, hmm. and we're the house band. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Love mm-hmm. it. Now it's just mm-hmm. it's you know going through <laughs> how long it took me to make the call to to do what I'm doing now. It's like. Some those memories haunt you of all the things you yeah. you know how much longer I could have been doing this before. It's like it just haunts you, and they just fly around the castle of your brain. It's like you know you know what though you got to pick up on those that demons, dude. You got to exercise. I'm gonna those I'm ghosts. gonna I'm gonna hit you with a a, a quote from uh, Big Bill, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Every past that or everything I've done in my past made me who I am today." Yep. And I've 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 lived by that forever. Like I I still think about that. That rattles in my brain all the time. It's I completely agree with that. And it's that's the first line of the song: "Memories of past call to guide you down these old halls." Because sometimes you need to revisit those old halls. Yeah, gotta have it. Yeah, I, I mean that that kind of happened with our show. I believe it. We start we started our show, and then we stopped it because <laughs> things happen. Life and we, and we life happened uh and uh th- then we finally came back around to it like initially when i came up with the idea of what this show was initially going to be uh it wasn't even with moosh um and it was going to be a bunch of other things it, would, it wasn't probably would have been be better music. honestly that's yeah i mean i'm just bringing us down at this point you know every decision we make has led us to who we are today and it's your decision <laughs> it's your it's then your decision if you're happy with who you are today cuz if not you need to Probably spend more time in the halls of your fucking castle listening to Von Bolt, goddammit. There you go. There you go. Go commit murder. Now, real, going back to that song, though, the intro, um, you, you mentioned that you don't have any, like, uh, what, plugins or synthesized sounds. Like They're all real instruments. Mm-hmm. Now, there is, like, a theremin-type vocal that's going on. Is that, who's singing yeah. that, who's singing that high pitch, like, oh. that's, like it's that pretty crazy that I haven't brought her up yet, because she's, it's, we call it her band, we're just in it. Uh, okay. It's Lisa Foyles. Have you ever watched Nickelodeon? All that? 
Yeah. She's the yeah, redhead. Long time ago. From when we were kids. Kenan and Kel? The redhead from all that when we were kids. Lisa Foyles. That's the no lead backup fucking way. in yeah. our band. And she kills it. And she's a savage on stage. And she picks up all the slack. Because a lot of times I'm stuck doing leads and singing. I call it mic duty, where I don't get to have fun and run around and beat people up. I, I'm yeah. stuck in front of the microphone. <laughs> and she runs around and kicks the shit out of everyone. It's awesome. That's but that, that's her singing that. And now that I think about it, we there's a lot of analog synthesizers all over it, but some of the synths might not be analog. Some of them in some of these songs. I can't remember which one anymore. It's fucking expensive. But there are like I know the night is dark and full of terrors has a bunch of uh synths. I ended up selling a bunch of the ones that I I would I was gonna go back and like change a line. I was like, ah <clears throat> oh, shit, I already sold that one. Yeah. So I guess I'll have to use a computer Dude, one. I'll tell you, like you brought up that that song, and I'd love to play that song next. This song gets stuck in my head for weeks. Oh, awesome. I, I tell you, man, like the night is dark and full of terrors. Uh I, I hear it, and then like two days later, I'm like, you know, I, I start singing the chorus, and I don't want to give it away now because I'm, I'm right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it, it, it's the goth. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this song. Is. I, and and it's if I'm not mistaken, isn't it based on uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It, again, yeah. it's like it's a it's crazy how it works. It's like they it's a hundred percent about Game of Thrones, but it has a whole other thing for me and i think it has the potential to have like i said even being a everybody's working for the weekend yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it can be that as well um and sean cloniger lisa's uh husband brother of mine he's playing cowbell all over this motherfucker. i know oh, it yep. God, i love the cowbell up at our shows random like he'll just appear and he refuses to wear all black so he shows up in all white and just constantly every chorus cowbell he's almost gotten he almost got kicked out of the whiskey a go-go they thought he was a fan they're like, oh. this, this, they're like this dude's fucking nuts we got to get him out of here secure i was like i wish to god they would have beat him up and kicked him out and we would have got video of it it would have been great content that's a good day that's a good concert not so much yeah. for and one last thing before you play it i'm actually editing the music video for it now yeah um nice. and Sick. we did get arrested well i can't say arrested we got detained by the police making the music video so i i used to I live a lot of lives, as you know, and I, I was in Tournament of Kings at the Excalibur, uh, the sword fighting medieval knight yeah. stuff, right? So one of my buddies from that, who's also wait what? Life, yeah, 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 a lot of lives, dude, a lot of lives. We want, yeah. Were you in the Were you in the cable guy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, Garden Garden State. Clearly, we Not talked about movie, Jersey. It was in Garden like, State, but a hundred percent, yes. Um, <laughs> same thing. And so one of the guys brought his fire sword so we could do some fire sword fights and stuff. And you know, look, dude, it's DIY. It's you know, guerrilla tactics here. We're like basically a punk band at this point. So it's not like I'm paying everybody to show up. So I picked somebody suggested like, there's like a drainage area in a really nice neighborhood, but it should be, you know, dark and kind of covered. It wasn't, dude. I got there. I was like, the cops are coming. Sure. So we show up and we shoot the whole music video. We're doing all this flipping swords. And by we, I mean, uh, Alio, he's the gangster with that in Cirque du Soleil. I'm, I'm not flipping nothing. I'm burning the fuck out of my arm is what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh so we we choreographed a fight but it wasn't until we set the ground we did like a ring of fire around us once we started setting the neighborhood on fire that was i think when it was a little too much for the, the good people of Las Vegas. Uh, but luckily end of the story happy ending they the cops showed up after we were resetting so they didn't see how much fire they were just like we heard somebody was fire breathing in the 
the neighborhood or whatever, and they're like, leave all <laughs> Only the swords. Only in fucking Vegas. Yeah, I was yeah, like, dude. I'm sorry, are you new officer to Vegas? Because right. this, this is what we do on a We're Saturday night. fire yeah. in the park. And it's like... Cirque du Soleil on the streets. There's something <laughs> magical, though, about a cop asking you to reclimb up, like, the rock path of the drainage area, and please don't bring up any of the swords or axes or weapons. We had a trident... And everything too. <laughs> so they get up, they put us up against the cop cars, and they're like, "Okay, I see a lot of swords. Like, just tell me the truth, man. Like, do you guys have like weapons on you?" It's like, I don't know, man. You want a duel? What's I mean, up? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm so glad I didn't end up on that one because, <clears throat> like, he asked me to go. He's like, "You want to go to this?" I'm like, so "You got I'm guitars good, to string, dude." Yeah, yeah, the guitars to string. I'm good. Not, not, What'd not, you say when I got home? Uh, Thanks for the, the love. What the fuck note? happened? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just remember you? like he posted in a group chat or uh, whatever the fuck it is, just us with the police lights and everything. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah no, this ain't good. And I was this waiting for him to so get back. Fucking to rock and roll. You know what though. this reminds me of is the ending to um, uh, Monty Python. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt, honestly. Yeah. That's how it felt, dude. They're I, all dressed up in their night armor, you know. We yeah. and like I'm in, I'm in all leather, like like I'm I'm going to a show with spikes, and the dude showed up in the same outfit as me, only in all white. So we kind of like there's a secret continuity where that's Sean playing. I'm fighting the cowboy <laughs> player, and all of a sudden he can flip and do fire swords. <laughs> Sean got buff as fuck, dog. I don't yeah. know how. Yeah, and shaved his head. And, <laughs> Yeah, we showed up looking pretty much the same haircut, same leather vest, just different, you know, opposite colors. I, I cannot wait to yeah, see Yeah, I can't wait to video. see this video. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be badass. I'll send you a little snippets, too. Well, let's uh, let's get to the audio under the video. This is The Night is Dark and Full of Terror. Again, Von Bolt. Rip off the Beatles. Dude, that major third at the end fucking oh, yeah. slaps me every time. Yeah, it's like, I just thought, too, when I did it, I was like, this is a Beatles ripoff. And then I was like, eh, fuck. Don't matter. It's all good. Ah, everything's a ripoff of everything, dude. Well, the Beatles never ripped anybody off. Well, I mean, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> that, that was sarcasm. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Who would no. say that? As soon as the know. song starts, I just think, you say you will love me. Yeah. If I have to go. Every time that song starts off, I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing. James. Everything's I a remix. Everything's a remix, guys. Everything's remix. Yep. Remix. Not as dark. That was great, dude. I love the cowbell. Oh, yeah. Dude, the cowboy slaps. That's good. And that's actually it. Sean. Like, I could have just. You know, put a sample in or did it myself, and we had him over. We walked out the house. He's a he tough did man it. to get a hold of, but you know, he's harder to reach than the president. But we got him, and he came <laughs> over and he did the cowbell for Ladies us. Ladies and gentlemen, we got, got him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, nah, fuck it, L. I like, I remember when James first wrote that song, because he, like, I was really into like the metal prog and just like heavy. And then night, he wrote Night is Dark, and I was like, fuck is this? And then um, he has that uh, feeling a lot. Yeah, and then like after a while, I'm like, damn, this is this shit grows on him. At first, he's always kind of like, I trust you. I know, I just, I just trust him at that point. I'm like, like, um, Night is Dark was the one, the song. I was like, I don't know about this, like, because the song was written like what, eight years ago now. I'm like, that. but when he first wrote it, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I listened to it on my own. I was like, fuck, the song's stuck in my goddamn head. This, asshole. yeah, man. Every time. I love hooks, man. I miss them. Yeah. I love you're you're a really stuff. good hooker. You really do get the hooks. Well, he's a good hooker, all right? I'm good with him, too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good to them hey. is the important thing. Hey, boss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, no, this is a Grand Theft Auto. They put the twenty dollar out. It just pops right back out of the dead body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never, yep. I never played it. You ever play Grand Theft Auto? What? Castlevania all day. Man. Okay. Whoa. That's, that's on brand. Going back to going back to NES. Yeah, yeah. I only have. Yeah. I, I only bought the Wii to play Castle or not the Switch. The, the Switch. I always call it a Wii. Me Whatever, too. Me dude. too. Like an old. Yeah, I play guitar. <laughs> I play guitar. Dude, I, I remember playing Castlevania for the first time, and when you get to play as Grant and climb up the walls mm-hmm. and the ceiling, and it's like it's that three, was right? groundbreaking yep. for for video games back then. That's insane. Yeah, that's also the only anime I watch. Is, is, uh, That's a Netflix damn good anime. Video. It it's is. I, dude, the new one sucked to me, though. I, I couldn't get past the second episode. I was like, oh, I miss... The I, new season? Yeah, I miss everything about the, the last season. I miss mm, all those yeah. characters. Isaac is probably, like, the greatest character maybe ever made. Like, that character in the original is, is so good, and I was like, I don't know if I could do this without him. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then without Trevor, without everybody, you know? Yeah. M- many of us feel that way about Henry Cavill. And right. The Witcher. Right. Well. I still haven't yeah. watched The Witcher. I, I never bothered check. I know the first season's badass. And I heard the second season starts like. Eh. Is he out of it now? Is that eh, what happened? So, so, so third, no. he, he did three seasons, I believe. Yeah, the yeah. third season dropped this year. It will be the last <clears throat> one with him, and then we get the lesser Hemsworth. No, oh. <laughs> oh. Hemsworth is going to his there? brother. <laughs> yeah, his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, well, is he like? I, I mean, I'm not this way, but you sound like the kind of guy that is like very skeptical about things when you first hear it or see it. That and is then you. You'll like wait a few years. Yeah, I'm late, and then go back to the same people that introduced it to you. Bro, I'm still you playing years NES. ago and say like, this that's is how great. late I am to the game with stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm just stupid. <laughs> no, it's it's cool again. So you 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 waited long is enough. It cool that it's, again? It's, yeah, it's it's back on yeah. the trend. So. It doesn't feel like I'm cooler for it. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what the, the the switch certainly isn't cool. Like every new game that comes out can't get ported over there without a fuck ton of issues. Mortal yeah. Kombat so. fucked yes, up. Yes, right. I I, I, I have move. I have a PlayStation Five. I wouldn't dare put the fucking hell you know, no. buy a game no, like see, that for the Switch. All this stuff, it's too dangerous. I have, like I'll stop <laughs> writing music. You know, like Pillars of Eternity was when I realized it. I, I don't know if you guys played that. It's on Steam. It's like yeah, I've heard about RPGs it. and all Pillars that. Pillars of Eternity. Hold up. Where's Steam? I got Steam on my computer. Don't right do it. Don't oh, do it. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it'll, it. it'll drain I, your I, life, I, man. I, yeah, I, I made the Steam, a new Steam player. makes the mistake of showing you how much time you spent <laughs> on something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I once yeah. I saw that I was like I should write more songs. Dude, you yeah. remember when WoW took over my life, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I I dropped out of high school just to play yeah, WoW for did. sixteen hours a day. I never managed to find my way Pillars into World of Warcraft of somehow. Eternity. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah. but uh, once I once that happened with Pillars of Eternity, I stopped playing games altogether. I love them. I want to make tons of music for them. But dude, Castlevania is perfect because it's so goddamn frustrating. That, like, <laughs> so like, I'll be mixing, writing, whatever. I'm way too close to the project or the song. I pull up the Wii and then I just fucking, or the Switch, and then I just fucking play Castlevania maybe a level if i'm lucky until i'm like fuck this and then i go back to the music and i'm fresh it just clears my head straight for your wii or your switch first well you know one in the same sometimes one in each hand all right yeah. oh hand. my god nah, you're like, luckily it's a compact device yeah wait uh, you put me playing Switch, and I'm like, it's oh. average. I'm like, I'm, it's average. Nah. It's an average, an <laughs> average console. Dude, the, the only, the only good thing that I've enjoyed on my Switch was I, I did, I did love Mario. Oh yeah, the the new Mario Odyssey was a uh, recent Mario Odyssey was amazing. Yeah, but the Zelda games, 
Yeah, Breath of the Wild again, and fucking Tears of the Kingdom get lost my life to, for like five it. months. That one's one I, of the ones I would lose my life I'm to, an Elden sure. Ring guy, I did. so Elden Ring all the way. Yeah, I, 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 I spent a lot of time in Elden Ring, and then most recently I lost my life to uh, Boulder's Great 3. So. Is it yep. good? Yep. <laughs> is Boulder's Gate 3? Dude, Bald, any of the Boulder's, Boulder's Gate. Gate. I'll play I've, the first I've one owned it for a week and a half, and I've put over 100 hours into it. So. What? Jesus. You're a father. I wish I could do that. I know. Yeah, father of three, and yeah. What? <laughs> you're like who? <laughs> no, I think they're still breathing. Yeah, you're like I, I think, think they're still they're here. Still it was four, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, all, all those Baldur's Gates. I love Dungeons and Dragons, all that stuff. I just right now, dude. What I'm trying to do, just being in a rock band, is like borderline impossible. Mm. I don't need to make it any more difficult by having yeah. distractions. You know, it's just I, as much as I would love it. I think on the road, it'll be a lot of fun. Like when we're, and I mean like on the road. For real, like when we have like a bus driver, I would yeah. maybe like we could all play D and D in the bus. And we have way more fun. But when literally everything rides on whether or not I'm getting us to the gig on time or not, like I've got to focus on that stuff. It's like, as much as <laughs> I would love, as much as I would love, nothing more. And, and I imagine with all this, you know, the tours and everything, Z, you're probably wrapping all the cables properly, right? Because <laughs> I know James never did that. So okay, surprisingly, James is. Pretty fucking good at wrapping the cables. I, no, like yeah, listen, he I'll, can I'll, be I'm taught. But I will say, I will say, he's still not as organized as he can be. No, mm. he doesn't care about that shit. I, I usually fall, I follow up. I'm like, Ugh. I hyper focus. I, I remember Just when James discovered a calendar, and he's like, dude, fact. you should get on this calendar business, dude. Dude, I'm telling, I live <laughs> out of yeah. I live out of that. I live out of the calendar. Honestly, yeah. it's it's you gotta have it. It's it's it's. I remember. I remember the not getting shit. If you don't have a calendar. Like, you're not getting shit done. You're not. You're not even trying. It's what like, the? F- why are we talking about this thing that's been around <laughs> since like, the 1600s? I don't know. Listen, that's a that's a cultural problem. That's why. <laughs> that's a cult. I don't know why we're talking about it either. The fact that it's even surprising to some people. Yeah, no, it, it's wild. No, I just like, remember when not, you discovered what it. What are public schools in Vegas like? Oh, we're the worst. Nevada's the worst in the country, right? It's, it's like, like number forty-eight or something. It gets really yeah. low. Oh yeah, forty-eight. Oh, okay. How many? Out of 50, um, something, whatever. <laughs> yeah, forty-eight. Perfect, of how many? Perfect boy. Yeah, forty. Oh no, we're like forty-eight. Like, are we starting? Like, I, I said, I said, like number third as the third worst. As like, we're like almost number one as the worst. Yeah, like, are we like one's the worst? No, one. Well, one would be number one. We're number right. forty-eight. So we're forty-eight. Yeah, I'm, I, was, I flipped that. I was in mirror mode. We're that. not. Yeah. We're not doing great. Yeah, public school. So when they were teaching you guys how the redcoats invaded Vietnam, like, look, I was in China during that time. I have no idea. I'll be, I'll be honest. History was not my strongest one. It was the most interesting, but I, I slept a lot when I was in school. Like, <laughs> my 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 government. Slash history teacher was like, Joe, just to show up, I'll, you'll pass. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll do that because uh, I'm not interested in this shit. He's like, yeah. I know. What else do you okay, need? From I know. Me? <laughs> I, just, I went to, I went to, I had an elective in art, and um, so I made friends with all the you know graffiti artists as you do, um, and the stoners. And so there was an art project we had to build something out of cards, and it had to be a big structure, right? So we they. You know, it's a poor school, so that you don't get like playing yeah. cards. You actually have to cut the cards out. Of, like they got them in sheets. You have to actually <laughs> cut each card out. Yeah. I, so remember we cut the, I remember this. I remember the story. So we looked at that, and you know, being the artists that we were, we're like, no way in hell, we're cutting up all these cards. We're just gonna roll them up in a tube, 
And so we had two tubes and a big. So let me try to explain this if you're not seeing it. Uh, I just thought you were going to say dick just now. It's what I'm. It's what I'm <laughs> describing. Yeah, we had two <laughs> oh, smaller tubes with a big tube down the middle with a dome on the top with a slit in the middle, and yeah. we called it the shaft. And we obviously spray painted it gold, and we put it on shaft. top of the the TV. <laughs> At, uh, you know, in the art teacher's room or whatever. And she did not have any clue. She thought it was actually quite creative that we, you know, you know took the prompt that Built way. Built a space needle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ours is a little bigger than a needle. But, the, <laughs> I mean, we're talking, it was like, what, maybe like three feet, four feet tall. Oh, you're just bragging. Dick on her, yeah, right. on her TV. And so another teacher came in and told her, like, yo. That's a cock and There's balls. There's a big dick on your TV. Like, what are you doing? And so it's funny because, like, the TVs back in this day, this is the, the early yeah, 2000s. The we still TVs. had, like, the giant rollout with the big, like, you yep. know, it was like a box, a giant yep. box yep. of a TV. Yeah. So, yeah, so she calls us in her office, and, of course, we, you know, what is it, gaslighter or whatever, and we're like, oh, you're disgusting. We had no intention of making it that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get your mind out of yeah. the gutter, exactly. lady. We all groaned at the same time. We didn't even, we didn't, I mean, we knew we were going in to die, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gave us all a C and kicked us out of art. So then I had nowhere to go, so I took music theory. Wait, 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 wait. Music- so the teacher gave you a C, but you gave her the D? Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. And um, a lot of people are going to fucking prison for that shit right now. Was it worth yeah. it? Was it worth it? Yeah, well. Uh, Wait, what? I'm saying, like, you know, there's a lot of cases. Uh, the like, teacher? A lot teacher of teachers. Gets the D. And it just. Oh, kinda... yeah, she also took a lot of pills. I think she had other issues, man. But I go to music theory, and it's the choir teacher, and he has two sopranos from choir in the music theory class and he has one do the root one do the third and you know me like loving the beach boys and stuff i was like ah! i do the fucking fifth and the teacher calls me in the office and i'm like ah fuck man even in music class i'm gonna be in trouble again <laughs> and he's like do you want to join the madrigal choir which is like the ren fair choir and i was like no bro i don't want to join your magical choir i was just mishearing him. <laughs> i was like this sounds horrible and uh, he was like, you know, there's a lot of girls in that class. And I was like, all right, sign me up. So then I, I become obsessed with choir. Like, under no circumstances am I joining this. Magical so I'm standing choir. There, yeah. So I'm standing there singing the next day, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and there were lots of, lots of pretty girls. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can confirm. I, I got to say, in, uh, in, in uh, The Night is Dark and, and Full of Terror, Great segue. I, I, I can't you... remember how we got here, dude. I, I, there was a <laughs> no. reason I told that long-ass story, but, you know. Got so it. I I I am I am uh, your Z to the moosh here. I keep us on track, right? Because yeah. I think I was diagnosed with ADD, but he has the extra H. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to steer the ship once in a while. And but tr- recently, I've been losing my place on things. Yeah, you have. I think I tried to play the same song twice a week ago. I don't know what that was going on, but I heard you, James, go into what it sounded like your head voice uh-huh. on the bridge there. And I got like I loved that tone. Yeah, that was a great fucking tone. Oh, thank you and very I, much. I've I've listened to a few of your guys' songs so far. I don't know if I've heard that yet, but I want to move on to the next one. Um, this is the song that's been stuck in my head. Um, I have heard it off and on from Moosh over like the last year, but I've been listening to it quite a bit this week. Um, I do not appreciate the visuals. <clears throat> Uh, that I get in my head when I listen to this, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys why after. But I want to move on to my favorite song from you guys. Although I hate what goes through my head, this is the Spider Queen. Ooh. 
right. Oh, baby. Uh, all right, all right. Oh, baby. Right. Here's God, God damn. All right. Here, here's bit. the thing. I have had the the chorus of the song stuck in my head because I really started listening to it this week, and it's really all I can remember off the top of my head. But James, like, uh, first off, Z, did you do the bass on this? Yeah, of course. Fucking amazing. I, I, I know you you guys are spanning years. That's the only reason I'm asking. Like, the the rhythm section of this, and I'm a drummer, so you and I are, you know, a match made in musical heaven. It's just the way it's got to be, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. um, the rhythm section. But in theory, say. I the, mean, it should be. <laughs> it should be. It should be. The problem is neither drums nor bassists, no theory. But <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> I do, so. I know, I know, I know. I'm a pianist yeah, I, first. I've been... Oh, we converted shit. Him. Yeah, He's I'm actually a, not been playing bass for very long. I've been playing bass for a year and a half. That's it. God. Wouldn't be, would not be able to tell. Yeah, is this another, too. another, uh, 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 uh Young Su? Young Su? Su Young? Young Su. Young Su. So we did, we did a, uh, uh, shout out to the Slow Cooked Bears there. They were, uh, the first band interview that we did, uh, earlier this year. They're from London and, uh, highly talented drummer and then lead guitarist and lead vocalist and, they couldn't. F- they they couldn't find a bassist, and the the lead singer uh, James, one of his friends, uh, it was uh, Yun Su, who was just like hanging around or whatever. She's like, uh, let me try bass. I grew up in where'd she grow up? South Korea, yeah, South Korea. I think yeah. South Korea. She's like, I watched MTV as a kid. I could figure this the fuck out, and she fucking Dude, she did. Slays. And she's amazing. It's it's so, so dumbfounding y- to like like. It- Z, to have like you, I mean, obviously, you know, music theory and you come from piano, but she comes from like zero music background and she's just zero. like, yeah. that's, and she's that's like, wild. That's yeah. impressive. That's Z, Z, honestly, he's a prodigy. Like he really is. A no, prodigy. In, seriously. In like a year and a half. A year and a half, dude. I, I never would have guessed. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, I, I've been playing. I've been uh, making, making music, making, general, doing but. music since I was like, fuck, 12. Yeah, so that 12? girl is way more impressive than you, but yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a mix. I'm Filipino and black, so I got to take a little bit of the Asian side. There you and go. Like apply it, it to the mu- to the music stuff in some way, shape, I or form. I am too white to comment. Are you comment on that. <laughs> sitting right next to me, motherfucker. No comment. Nah, like you have a you have a gong laying around somewhere. He does, right? I believe. Yeah. Okay. No, perfect. Love that. Not me. So, him. Uh, You're not helping. Oh, whose side are you on here? <laughs> You're not helping me. I'm, so. Uh, James, back to you. Yeah. The, those guitars, uh, the 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 harmonies that you were doing on those guitars in there, it just it reminded me of like early Metallica. Which, if you can't tell, yep, yep, you know, I saw that immediately. Yeah. Um, and I, I commented on your head voice in the last song, and you went into falsetto mm-hmm. in this one. And yeah. th- between that and and the screams, just a little like it going on in the background, like th- those little like nuggets, and then you actually had a scream in this one. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of that shit. Moosh started teaching me how to sing about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And the reason I started was because uh, one of my favorite singers, probably my third favorite singer of all time, is Corey Taylor. And I wanted yeah. to be able to scream. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Dude, it's, it's Your Corey. Your neck's not big enough, bro. <laughs> huh? Your neck is not big enough. That dude has oh, the most powerful yeah. neck of all time. <laughs> you can't hang that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he break the, the rope. <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh fuck. Dude. You know, it's funny. I, I wasn't like, training. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't into Slipknot or, or Corey Taylor, any of this in high school. Like, that was not me. Like, I was not into it. But thanks to Mike, I, I've come a long way in the metal world and the rock world. And It's so much fun, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, just, uh, it, it's all the stuff where you think you're supposed to take it too seriously. Like, even the falsetto. I, are you guys familiar with King Diamond? Oh. Yeah. 
So that's, I'm trying not to go full King Diamond. Maybe one day we'll get there. I'm doing more of a, I want to be the Sinatra heavy metal. That's what I'm trying to do. I don't know if nice. that translates, but part Elvis, obviously a big Danzig fan, but like, I love King Diamond. So I try to sneak. It's just a Jersey thing. Like when you're born in New Jersey, I don't know if it's the water. Everybody's got falsetto. We got, everybody sounds like Frankie Valley in New it's Jersey. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you guys got a situation over there. And everything's, everything's used guys. Everything's used yeah. guys. Yeah. Used guys. Yeah. But, uh, and the rest of the, the rest of the, I was talking to somebody about this recently where they were asking me like why I sing like the way I do. And honestly, so I, you know, I lived a lot of lives. And uh, so when I, before uh, Tournament of Kings and everything the fuck else, I was a uh, gondolier at the Venetian, which obviously you remember. But uh, I remember. Uh, I was there. Yeah, I, I yeah, as yeah. well partaked in this career path. Yeah. <laughs> and just watching all those guys, because they were all musical theater, opera guys, like, but like, classically trained is a lot of them Pro were like proper like, proper singers <laughs> right proper singers and i was just some punk kid i think my audition for the venetian initially was was uh one of the old school chili pepper songs or something like that really you <laughs> I mean, said he went in moose said he went in there i remember you saying a long time ago moose that you went to interview the venetian and you just did your best impression of mario yeah I was, he was like oh can you do a, <laughs> uh, uh, an italian accent and i was like uh no he's I like just, dude have you done mario like, can you do a mario i was like oh yeah sure and so i pulled out like my shittiest mario he's like yeah you got the basics here you go yep yep yeah they didn't they weren't uh screening us too hard back then they needed people <laughs> when i started because we did the one in china in macau yeah um this is like what 2007 wait you went to china with moose he went he went first and tagged me along yeah. Did you miss out on a bunch of shit? Because we have this thing. Anytime something's going on, especially when it relates to hip hop, we always just say that Moose was in China because Moose doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you did you miss out on a whole era of pop culture while you were there? Probably. Okay. It's hard <laughs> to, I, I, probably. I mean, because back then we didn't have phones. Yeah. Right? It was, like, it we was had cell phones, but they were like flip phones and stuff. We didn't have like candy bar, Nokia's. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was no. I mean, the the first iPhone came out in 07. And by that time, we were like, all right, well, when's my flight? So, right. Yeah, we didn't. Right. It was crazy. And so I think that time period, like listening to a lot of those guys, just it left a permanent mark on my singing because I did it for like 10 years, like in my 20s. I did it for, a, a, well, not 10, I suppose, like five or six, maybe seven in my 20s and so i think it just left a permanent mark on like the vibrato or like emulate i call it emulated because i'm not trained so i don't i would never insult you know somebody that sings opera by saying that i do it too because that's not what i do but whatever it is that i'm doing <laughs> it's emulating a lot of guys i was around back then that were doing that because they could project and when they would project and have all the vibrato they would get bigger tips than me and i could not for the life of me be loud enough to ever out shout those guys and so i would always emulate it and practice it if i had an empty boat <clears throat> Because it was a cycle, you know, you're going, you're doing the gondola ride in a, one big circle. So sometimes if there was nobody in line, you would take an empty boat and I would just practice and practice. And so I, I like when I listen back to our music, I just laugh because I'm like, oh, there's fucking Enzo or whatever my name was. back Yeah, then. You know, Ezio. <laughs> I had so many. That's so fun. about your uh, the way you sing, that was one of the things that that I noticed about your music immediately and I think, in all honesty, you, you guys are way better than the band I'm about to mention. But it it made me think of Volbeat because that's I get that, that all the time. I gotta listen to them more. I don't. I'm not super familiar with them. I don't don't <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I mean, look, look. Here, here's the thing. I, I forget I forget his name, but like their guitar player at one point. I've seen Volbeat live twice. Uh, not that they were headlining. Um, 
but they got some guitarist that's like a legend in metal from like Norway or something. And like the instrumentals aren't bad. The Devil's Bleeding Crown is their big hit. And it, it, okay. All right. All right. It, it, it's okay. Right. But like his, the reason why people probably mention that to you is yeah, there's a similarity, but he wants to be the Elvis of metal. Like that is his deal that's what that's what he wants to do so i heard you mention elvis and sinatra yep you know both famous fucking baritones right yeah so um i'm, I'm glad you brought that up i i was i was curious uh to how, how you feel about those guys but yeah like- well i'll put it to you this way and i'll break the news here first nobody knows this yet but i've started working on um we've got an acoustic record coming out i'm working on the next record oh, but shit. sometime in between those I'm putting out a two-song EP. I say two songs, but by the time I'm done, it'll be like it's not ten. Be two. Nah. I'm doing a whole Sinatra <laughs> cover-up. Where, well, EP. I'm I'm committed to two songs right now. We're gonna do "Strangers in the Night" in minor, in the style of "Night yes. is Dark and Full of Terrors." Oh shit! Okay. We're gonna what do, the um, fuck? Okay. A fully, as of now, I'm thinking it'll be a fully orchestrated, probably by Z, so I can step away and just be the singer. Because sometimes that it matters, you know, like when I'm coming yeah. at it. But I've also listened to the song. A hundred thousand times I've gone over every detail of the arrangement. I want to kind of come in like Sinatra and just sing it like, you know, right out of the gate of, um, um, oh shit. No, I forgot the name of the song. Um, I'm a fool to love you. I'm a fool to love you. Mm. If if you're looking, you know, as, as you know, Z's kind of hinting over there. I'm a fool to want you. I'm sorry. Z's kind of hinting that you're saying two, but there's going to be like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Make one, make one of the songs my way. Yeah. So here's the thing about that, that song. That just fits the metal, doesn't it? No, here's the thing about that song. So that's I like that's when I knew Chris was going to be a good drummer for us is we were uh his English isn't as good cuz he's from Chile. And we're right. in the car. I'm already listening to Sinatra. He's into it. I'm like this guy's all right. We're I'm driving the we're renting a snare drum for a show or something. And he goes, "My way is my favorite song." So I put it on and we're both like I'm going to say, well, not both of us. He was crying. I wasn't crying. And <laughs> We're both just so emotional, so like uh, that is. I actually, you know how Metallica walks out to the um, when they play the Modelo theme. Yes, (laughs) at some point, I'm gonna save my way so that it could be meaningful after I accomplish something. Right now, we're still grinding, we're still doing our thing. We're not gonna stop ever. But when I feel we've gotten to a certain point that a lot of people in the industry or life, whatever, but especially like a lot of the motherfuckers I've met who are even friends of mine who are just like, look, what you're trying to do is not going to happen. When I'm the Conor McGregor of heavy metal, I will play that (laughs) song when we come out so that I can show everybody that that is, that song to me is like, it's one of the best songs ever written. Of course. Yeah. So that, that one, all the words in that song hit home. You're completely spot. You couldn't get me more because that is, I would do my way. I just don't think it matters yet. If I do my way today, it's like, yeah. I didn't yeah. get paid, and we got a small bar tab. My way, like what? What does it mean? Nothing. It's like when I'm when I've made it, when I've done something with this that like I could point to and say, I didn't give up. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah cave yeah. in on any of it, my it, you're, standards. You're, you're giving yourself your own carrot. Yep. Yeah. It's a carrot yeah. for me to chase. It's I like, respect <laughs> that. That's that's a. That, that's a great way to to look at it to leave yourself a uh, a reward at the end. But Conor McGregor, I mean, just make sure you throw a chair through a bus window before you start doing my way, or your journey's not complete. I mean, it's more likely to be a fire sword at this point. But yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. oh sorry, fire swords. Okay, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. 
Yeah, you I, know, I, just, I mean, look, everybody told him the same thing, that there's no money in fighting, you're an Irishman, you'll never make it. Like, because I'm always... Like, Who the fuck tells an Irishman you're not going to have any money in fighting? Probably Irish people. I would, <laughs> I would like his so. mom and dad, you know, like you're, fr- you're like some Irish kid. That's an American thing. It's far go, away. Go you pick know, some potatoes out of the yard, you know? Right. So it's like, I think, I, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but I would I would guess that a lot of people he knew in his personal life were like, look, you're, you're from here just like us. You know, you're not going to go You're never going to amount to nothing, city. Connor. So you're, gonna, you're not going to make it. Fucking, you're never going to yeah. make it, Conor McGregor. You're never going to make it. Yeah, I can't do that. I you can't. Go make some fucking potatoes. Hey, don't worry about that. How did you get good at that one? I never heard Irish before. I'll, hey, really? hey, James. Yeah. James, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm not great at accents, but the reason I can somewhat pull off Irish is I do impressions fairly well, and Moosh and I are huge Letterkenny fans. Oh, and shit. all I do is an impression of Letterkenny, but I harden the R's. Hard R's are not usually <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, we're going to need the disclaimer. <laughs> but in this case, in this case, they 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 are. So when you think of like when you think of like uh, you know Letter Kenny, when it's like um, what, what's a line from that show? When he's like, "How many fucking minutes did it take you to come to such a stupid fucking conclusion?" Take that Irish. How many fucking minutes did it take you to come to such a stupid fucking conclusion? It, it's it, it just hardened the Irish. That's all you got to do. It's a Letter Kenny with hard It's like I think it's fine. It's very fucking weird. I'm slipping into English because uh, whenever I do Irish, I start slipping into well, English. Well, we're drinking too. If you, okay, so real, uh, you guys are in Vegas. Uh-huh. If you yeah. go to the Winco Foods in Henderson and go talk to the bread manager, he runs the whole bread department, if that's a thing, uh, and he's from Ireland, and that's how I got good at my Irish accent is because I worked with this with guy, him. and I'd be like, hey, good morning, Patty. Of course, his name's fucking Patty. Patrick, Patrick <laughs> O'Reilly, and I'd be talking to him, and I just start to all of a sudden just kind of bleeding into his accent, right? Yeah, that's good. Dude. And and just like I'd be talking to him, I was like, "Oh, Patty, why why'd you move to Vegas anyhow? Like you, you grew up in Ireland, why why come to Vegas?" And he's like, "Look at the fucking sky, man! It's fuck, it's bright, it's sunny, it's grand. Like why you're, you're why so you go good back? That. That's good, dude. That's how I felt when we came back from China, honestly." Like, I don't know how oh, all of China yeah. is, but Macau was very polluted. And oh, when we dude. got back and there was no buildings, when we first got back, uh, you know, it's not going to mean anything to nobody that's been to Vegas, but uh, Town Square was a new thing. And it was a yeah. big, beautiful outdoor mall. And I remember I was there and I was looking up and I was like, holy shit. Like, There's a sky here. for granted. But it was like, <laughs> and it was open and... Like everything was so clean and I was like, and there's no history. I mean, it's like all brand new stuff. You know, it's mm-hmm. Vegas 101. Everything gets destroyed and rebuilt eventually. But yeah, uh, speaking of, I've never been to the sphere that have you guys. I've heard Vegas about lately? this. We're trying to plan a trip to go down there and see a band play or something. We're try- trying right, to see wait, what shows I, are going. Here, but here's a here's a quick word of advice. If you're going to go, <clears throat> make sure you plan ahead of time of where you're going to fucking park. It's hundred dollars to park there. $100 to Dude, hey, that, that's not a, see, but that's not even a shock. Like it's we, not, yeah. no, it, unfortunately, like it's a, you're buying another ticket mm-hmm. to go to a show now. Yeah. Right. My, my cousin, my cousin and I, like we went to three shows in the last, in a matter of like eight days. Like we, we go to concerts all the time and that's always something we need to uh, like factor in. But uh, I, I would love I want to go to Sick New World. Me and a, a friend of Moosh's are, are trying to plan a trip out there. Um, yeah, they got great this year. You, it'll be my fifth time, dude. Nice. Like, I fucking... Although, I was supposed to see Corey Taylor at Aftershock, but he uh, injured his knee that morning oh, or some shit. Yeah, I saw that online. And instead, I watched Fever 333. And if you guys haven't... I don't dis- know. Uh, go, do you like Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. 
Go listen to that shit. Gotcha. They they were over sleep token, right over over baby He's metal, over corn, even over death clock. They were my favorite performance that day. <laughs> That's Damn. a tall order. I'm a pretty big death clock fan. Yeah. The oh, white dude, the was, white flying V I got put on I was talking rise. about earlier is the snow falcon. It's Squizgar's. <gasps> Oh fuck yeah! Awaken, awaken! Oh dude, it was so fucking sick, dude. The first time I saw Death Clock, um, there was this smaller band that opened. They were called Ghosts. You probably heard of them. Ghosts. Oh shit! shit. And then Mastodon, or no, then Death Clock, then Mastodon. I saw Mastodon in '08. They were the first band on the big stage. Oh, that's awesome. God damn. I want I want to see Ghost though. Ghost is fucking sick, dude. We uh it's a whole uh, new show now Brad. from what I see. They haven't come to Vegas yeah. yet, but everything I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, that's it's, like Ghost. I've, I've never seen them like that before. It's bigger than it's ever been, for sure. It's like Well, due to recent due to recent headlines, I don't think it's gonna happen, unfortunately, but I would love to see Ghost and Ramstein at the same concert. Ooh. Uh no, I think they're I, out of trouble for that. Are they? I'm not positive. I am not okay. a, I don't know these things. I, 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 think I, I always say something. I don't know these motherfuckers personally. So yeah, yeah. I think I I'm saw just glad something. Manson's coming back. Oh, is he I, clear? I can't wait. Yeah. Oh wow. From all I've read, public court of public opinion is probably a different story. Right, but right. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't get involved in that. I don't fucking know Kyle Warner. I know Marilyn Manson, and I love his music, and that's it. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen Ramstein twice, and from what I've seen of Ghost, I would love. To see a show with the two uh, of those yeah. guys, oh. but last week's episode on Halloween, uh, I was so close to having a ghost song for a Halloween episode because they had a song that had a full yeah. theremin going on. I was like, I love, I love me some theremin. Oh, I, pl- I played, uh, I played Mind Tile on our Halloween <laughs> yeah. episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah! By the way, yes, c- kudos yeah. to you on the theremin in the the Halloween track. That's awesome. You can't beat theremin. I, no, I and, not and, for spooky. Uh, yeah, what do you mean for the intro for this for the episode? Yeah, I'm trying to get Lisa an actual theremin so she can play it on stage. That'd be of fucking sick. The yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. and on on like you guys, kudos back to you. All my shit was MIDI, so I just fucking dig <laughs> around on samples. That, no. So, so let, me, yeah, let me let me just let me throw out a disclaimer that like yeah, we I do a lot of work with MIDI and all that. I don't have anything against it. I just think with the rock and roll thing and us being a band, like I just happen to like. Like the guitar tone, like say in dying, the guitar tone could have been better technically, mm. but something about it not being perfectly right. Just no, like there's that's the same reason. I don't know. Here, I, James, we haven't talked in ages, but underneath, I'm going to show the camera and nobody else can see this, but underneath uh, my TV yeah, is make, right here. Oh, we could have had this full screen. The whole, you guys have been a tiny little blip oh. on our screen this whole time. So underneath my TV over there That's is, very nice. is about uh, <laughs> 600 records. Yep. Um, all vinyl. So I've, yep. I've got the heap is what we call it. Um, when my yeah, dad moved to Florida, thing, right? he left me all of his fucking records. Oh, so, that's why I don't get in front of the line at the DMV no more. Yeah. <laughs> God. He damn. left, man. He's living. Is La he Vida. doing well? Yeah, he's all right. He hates, he, hate, he hates his life in Florida, but that's, that's what he is. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it can't be worse than the DMV. No, no, he's not. He's retired, so he's just kind of <laughs> chilling, and he's probably got a, a Modelo in his hand right now as, as we speak. So, right, <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, kicking out the, the beach, watching the sunrise, Florida life. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I've been to. Well, hey, let's uh, let's throw a track in here. So we were talking uh, a little while ago about uh, you know Elvis and Sinatra, and you have an Elvis cover. Correct. 
I don't know. And Correct. actually, uh, the, the, the thing about this one is, um, so we, we have a lot of just being in Vegas and around performers my whole life. And um, part of what I want to do is like when you come to our shows, even at this small scale where we're, we're not funded, you know, we don't have all this like light shows, and anything like that. We've always got really talented people around us. I'll give you a couple examples. Um, in the Hound Dog song, we have Kenji Igus, who's like the world's greatest tap dancer. And I might be a little biased, but I don't give a fuck. I'm saying it. He's the best tap dancer in the whole world. Um, he tours with uh, Riverdance. I'm sure your audience in Ireland yes. is going to know who they are. And um, he's torn all over the world. He's just the most incredible, talented dude. Like one of the most incredible, talented dudes we've ever worked with. We had Svitlana from America's Got Talent, and she's worked all over the strip. Um, she does uh, aerials or aer aer aerialist and all that sorts of stuff. God damn. Um, yeah, Ukrainian chick. She's awesome. She's super talented. She did a video for us for the Spider Queen release. We put out the t-shirts. Um, there's all, all kinds of just different, like, talented people, Vegas, you know, just performers, entertainers. Um, we always got them around. They're not always, again... Like, you know, it's not like I'm going to pay everybody all the time right now. So it's all just like we love what we're doing. So when people are available, they show up. And so whenever he's available, he'll Kenji will come out and tap dance with us. And what we didn't know is that Lisa actually tap dances, too. So I'm working on I'm working <laughs> tap on that, dance you know? duet. Yeah. Tap dance duet. And uh, technically, we got a song called Dance with the Devil, which is um, the acoustic one. And I think that when we do a music video for that. Uh, this is Lisa's idea. She wanted to do a tap duet with Kenji to that song when I'm whistling on the solo. But never mind that. Hound Dog, Kenji's <laughs> incredible. Like, he's the best. Sick. And we, the tap dancing in the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah I thought one, so. So the, the problem, like I said, when we did this song, I even played, like, it's the world's shittiest drum set, the worst cymbals on earth. Real punk is rock this Brad right? Fisher Price? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, right. Basically. Oh wait, did you invite Brad and the Bradley and the Plastics? Is that what we call it? <laughs> yeah. Our other co-host Brad oh, has Brad, a little Fisher Brad and the Price recyclables. So that's what we call it. <laughs> We're only one step above that. Okay, that, that, that's all we used on this one. And so, so and Brad, it's, Brad and it's me. Is... I'm not a drummer. You know what I mean? Like I can play drums, yeah. but I'm no drummer. Um, yeah. Our original drummer Carlos Silva. He's in, he's incredible. Chris uh, Silvas, which is hilarious. Um, also incredible. <laughs> I, I he wasn't available at the time, so I took over. I played drums on this just so we could get something else out at the time. And so the the tap dancing on this song was an afterthought. I was like, oh fuck, we should have had Kenji tap dance on this. I was like, let me call him, see if he'll come in. He came in. He's tap dancing over. I think it's the second solo. Um, you'll hear like the it's almost like a percussive element. But when we do it live, he like drum battles our drummer. Oh, that's fucking badass. And he's dancing, then stops, then the drummer's going, then stop. Then, we, you know, we go back and forth and, like, let them battle it out. And it's so much better live. I wish one day we'll, like, we'll include it. Maybe the second record, there'll be another version of Hound Dog that's a live recording or something. That's just badass. badass. That'd be amazing. You know, some of the stuff, you know, you can't. You can't plan for that in the studio. When, no. When you, just, you, 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 you wear the song out a bunch and you're working with different people and they all have different ideas and, you know, bringing him into it. Yeah, it makes the song for me. All right. Well, here we go. Here's Hound Dog. Oh, the shotgun at the end. You got to put the dog down. He was, you know, he wasn't know the Hound Dog. <laughs> oh, it kills me every time. I always think of it too as a werewolf song instead, like uh, like that's the silver bullet that kills me at the end or, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, 
the production on that was so fucking good. And at the end, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you you, you I think you ended on a third when you said mine. I I love uh, that resolve. Yeah. I so think when that's we, what that was. When we do it live, we um when we cut to the the like shuffle part, it's uh your blues by the Beatles instead. I don't sing Hound Dog anymore. I go, cause I'm lonely, wanna die. And Lisa backs me up, and it's it's so much. I always want to like just do the whole song after that. Yeah, but yeah. We, we cut it short. You know, and if I want more, maybe they'll want more too. It's probably for the better, right? Yeah, dude, that that was such a kick ass like workout for the majority of the song. Yeah, and you go into halftime, <laughs> last beats, and then the the fucking like nobody would ever figure. I mean, like I've been doing production for fucking years, and I can tell you, like without a doubt, I would have had no fucking clue what those tab dancing sounds were. Right. Unless you said it. So and what I did was uh, so well in the album version, you're seeing the album cover for the album, but the single mm-hmm. we put out, there's it's uh, it looks like an old vinyl and it's got a big sticker on it that says featuring the world's best tap dancer, Kenji, I guess like I took it from an old sticker featuring yeah. the such and such. Um, but yeah, it's, and when you get the, the hound dog shirts, they have the big sticker on it that says like featuring Kenji, I guess, but yeah, it's, that's the only downside. I honestly, should, I look forward to the like I said when we put out that live version, it'll feature him so much more because you know it's we just threw what we had at him and he he jumped in and just you know he's a pro. That's amazing. We, we, we always we always do this at the end, but maybe we should do it now as well. Where can everybody find you? Where can they get these shirts? Uh, so we got vonbolt.com, and that is uh, like a Shopify store. So that's like the e-commerce stuff. Like that's like everything that we you buy from there. I don't have to worry about it. Um, yep, we use the right. same thing, yep. right? So, but we also have a Bandcamp store, and that's like the actual merch I take on the road. It might take a little longer to get it, but anybody that buys anything from me on there, I just consider you a real one, and I I always like write something to you, or you know, I try to include other stuff if we've got it. Um, that's like the more personal, like literally from my house, I'm sending that stuff out. Um, it's funny, Moosh and I were just talking about how we would like to include a personal touch of certain things, but we can't do it with Shopify, and you, you, neither one of us have the space for a warehouse. Yeah, right, so. I mean, it's see, that's the thing. It's like, right now, I'm not selling so many shirts that I really have to be too worried about it, but I'm selling enough that it could get in the way. So for now, like if I'm on the road, I'm not going to have time to ship things. I, I've got some time to kind of figure it out, but eventually I think our Shopify store becomes... Like a because you can set the Shopify store to be like I'll fulfill the orders and then I have to ship it out and all that sorts of stuff. But I'll do that when the you know when we have enough orders that it kind of makes sense. Right now, every so often I'll forget or something. You know, they come in, they go out. It's it's hit or miss. It's like sometimes I'm real busy with shirts, sometimes we're not busy at all. So just depending on what like when we put an album out, obviously more people are looking into us. So we're so early on. It's like yeah, I'll I'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I think I absolutely do a regular store and then go back to it being e-commerce but i wanted to get a like crash course and like what is this shit actually because i bought all of the stuff um to see it i was like you know does it look good do i like like the whatever yeah brand of hoodie i got like i'm so picky about merch i'm picky about everything i even the album artwork this is um i added the logo and i had a guy from uh fiverr i think it was he did these awesome um what do they call it when you write like hallowed be my name like that like the name of the record calligraphy oh and, okay uh, so i hired a guy to do calligraphy so that it would look unique it wouldn't be some fuck that's that's enough like, oh so it's not a font it's actually no, just like it's no. a handwritten calligraphy that was printed yeah i'm working on the vinyl right now i think i'm gonna handwrite yes. the back because i just miss the personal t- like everything's yeah. a product now everything's a fucking drop shipping thing and it's just 
you can add a personal touch to the drop shipping thing. You can add it, like even the vinyl. I'm not gonna go, I don't own a press. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna yeah. do this myself, but I could add a personal, like there'll be a lyric sheet. If the back of the record is not handwritten or calligraphy, it'll 100%, the lyrics will be written by my hand, 100%. Like See, and th- this, this is some true artist shit because like we're saying, you know, uh, the whole, the album is what we're playing today. All of these songs are from, mm-hmm. uh, hallowed be my name and like when you look at the album and you look at the the title written there at the bottom you could have just put a font to that yep. Yep. you're being you're being more real than anyone would realize so it matters extra. to me extra <laughs> yeah which is so extra dude so extra <laughs> ask any artist i've ever worked with no yeah 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 like i have them i i will have them if if they'll if they'll do it for me i will uh have them send me the photoshop file so that I could make little touches to it. Like even the wear and tear on it looking like kind of an old record. I hate like oh, towards, on yeah. Spotify, everything just is so crisp. And when, like I miss the grit and the dirt. Yeah. And like when you Dude, own we were something. Talking, we were talking about film earlier. Yeah. Like I miss when, when whether you're watching a TV show or a movie, it didn't look so real. Yeah. 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 It looks like a goddamn soap opera now. I just got in trouble with a photographer. The um, I will like if a photographer goes to one of our shows, takes pictures, send them to us. Like I fucked it up to make it like scratchier and stuff. And it's a wonderful photo. Like she did a great job, but I get yeah. in trouble with photographers all the time too. Cause they're like, uh, my photos, like if you're going to tag me in this, this is my work. And I respect that. And I don't disagree with them, but by the same token, it's like, I just don't like how good it looks. Like <laughs> I can't help that you're fucking talented. That's not what I'm looking for. You know, <laughs> well, I'm talking about like, like the old grit. Yeah, talking about like um, me playing around with like a MIDI and plugins and shit like that. Like I spent a lot of time just goofing around on Logic, yeah. and I found um, there's a YouTuber who creates his own samples, and he sampled an old tape recorder as an effect that you can plug yep. any MIDI through or any audio through, and it makes this warbly VHS sound. And does I it look fuck. like a VHS? Is it a contact thing? Uh, yeah, I have that too. Yeah, that's uh. On the Night Stalker demos, the the full animal intro is all that, uh, or reactor. It's a reactor contact reactor plugin. So it's from uh, what Native Instruments? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember where I found the preset for it or whatever, but if you throw it in reactor, it makes everything sound like a really sh- different variations of shitty VHS. Yeah, where it, it goes in and out of tune, and you can control how much. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what my what the brand or whatever it is, because um, I'd love to shout them out because it's it's so fun to play with. Yeah, but, if you um, find it, shout it out. Just interrupt me because I I love if it's the same one, especially I, all that stuff. I'm a big fan of like anything that doesn't make it sound good. It makes it sound worse, and that's why yeah. Darren, the guitarist and the guy that mixed most of the record, he just hates working with me. I think because <laughs> he's 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 brilliant. He really is. He 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 does an incredible job. He's mixed. He, he's on position music. They did like a lot of the trailers for Call of Duty. And st- I mean, he's like a legit, you know, I'm an asshole. Like he's a real mixer. Like he actually, <laughs> and like I do it for clients and stuff like that. But with my own art, I just, I have no intention of it ever being, I want to, I want to find that happy medium. I do want it to sound good, but yeah. I also want it to have, it's like, you know, like I said, like even our Instagram, Raw. Like I fucking, the pictures were good, and then I added the little bit of filth that I wanted. There's a happy medium somewhere in the audio. I haven't figured out what it is yet. You know, with using real amps, not doing it necessarily like perfectly, because you could use real amps and still get an incredible sound, obviously. But right, you know, I want I want to get it where we're we're sitting somewhere where it's it's unique sounding because everything is kind of cookie cutter these days. Like a lot of stuff. It really out, is. Like the well, same even just like tones. talking about talking about um how you guys are doing 
guitar solos. Nobody's yeah. doing that. Guitar solos aren't an yeah. in thing. Uh, you know, just the it's style like the you're playing. It's like the 90s all over again. Right? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> it's funny because in, in my world, there's so many, like, in the, like, the little underground metal, whatever, like, I'm a big fan of a band called Haunt. It's uh, Trevor Church. He was also in Beastmaker, who we're opening up for next weekend, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> plugs. Um, but he, uh, they're all about like all those like eighties guitar solos and everything. And, and he's been a great mentor of mine. Actually the guitar, the one I was just jamming on, uh, I bought that from him and, uh, you know, just, you know, massacred it with black paint and it wasn't black when I got, it was a beautiful guitar when I got it. Now it's covered in black. Can I tell you that I still have that fucking, uh, Ibanez bass guitar that was painted black with Sharpie and had punk stickers all over it. See, I've been doing this a long time, dude. <laughs> Nothing changed. Dude, do you remember that? Like, it was, it was just, it was like a bass guitar that was left at at Bill's house, and nobody wanted it, so I just ended up keeping it, and I totally. still have it to this day. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know whose it is, um, and we'll talk after. It's not interesting to anybody but us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just funny so by that the I still way, have this fucking bass, bass guitar. guitars. The five string I record everything on until Z redoes it with his, which he bought one that's almost <laughs> identical to mine. Is Aaron Waldron's who was in choir and all that. You know? Oh shit! No uh, way. Yeah, so he, I ran into him at Vamped when we were playing a show, and and he was like, "I noticed you using the bass a lot, huh?" He's like, well, "Am I ever gonna get that back? Like, what's going on with my bass that you did all your records on?" I was like, "All right, well, you know, fucker." He wants credit. He wants royalties, right? Right. Yeah. I got, I, I, maybe I'll put him in the notes on the album. Right. I'm bass thinking about that because you know, it's like nowadays, you know, there's, it's tough to figure out how to make a living doing music and i haven't i haven't figured it out yet as a band i figured it mm-hmm. out as a composer like doing slot machines and all that sorts of stuff and i'm very challenged and happy with doing that work but um you know today you have to be so clever but it's it's an interesting thing because it's like on one hand it's never been harder and on the other hand it's never been easier right to, like you could do an acoustic cover of something posted on instagram with no hashtags and somehow the algorithm picks you up and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've got a bunch of eyes on whatever you want to do next and then and the record labels you know they're still very much in charge i think i mean from where i'm sitting i think that anything you want to do is going to cost money and the record label is going to be an investor so you're either going to please the investors or but i think i and I reserve the right to change my mind about this, mm-hmm. but I think going forward, it's possible. It's a hundred percent possible that if I just grind hard enough, if I just go harder than everybody else and I just don't stop that it's inevitable. I'm like fucking Thanos, bro. Like, it's inevitable. <laughs> like the world will have me, whether it likes that me or not is a different story, but the be. world will have me. That's, that's, that's my, I am inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully there's no Iron Man out there, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I, technically, I mean, he caused Iron Man to die. So I mean, still winning, still winning, still winning, <laughs> exactly. Still winning. Uh, so I found the sample library that I that I pull from, and it's decent samples. Um, and it's mine's a plugin. Okay, well, it's yeah, it's all it's all it's they're plugins. You get the decent sampler plugin, and then you can fuck with all the samples and adjust it and micro adjust it. And there's like you get so much freedom. Um, and David Hillowitz is the uh, YouTuber that I discovered that has like he does all this shit and puts it up and some of it's free. He has like free versions and some of it's like paid for, um, but it's all badass and I love it. And I've been fucking I like a lot of it. the lo-fi guys. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of lo-fi stuff. Um, I have the Roland SP 404, I think it is. 
Okay. I use all the effects in that thing too. I love, yeah, I just love music. Dude, I'm, I, I, I really go I'm for everything. I'm planning on getting a uh, a Nord and bringing it just to my home just to fuck with because yeah. Nord, Nord stages are so much fun or Nord. I think like, we have one we're not using. We should be. Really? Yeah, you definitely should be. Nords are so much fun, dude. All their sounds are so good. Yeah. Yeah. As far as synthesizers. And- Moose sent me a video of him within like three minutes of messing with one playing the, uh, the, the keyboard part of no quarter. By oh Zeppelin. yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Dude, I was immediately that. thinking the final countdown. I was like, there's no way he didn't play the final countdown first. Yeah, <laughs> no, I stumbled across this sound. I'll send, I'll send you the video of me playing it. And it sounds like the, the sound is almost identical to whatever, uh, uh, John Paul Jones was using for no quarter. Like it's, it's That's so, so, cool. so good. It's amazing. That's why, I, I mean, look, we go way back with Zeppelin, but, uh, even uh, a love so bleak. Uh, the last track on the record that's mandolin. Is it? Yeah, in the uh, well throughout the whole song. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, mandolin. Yeah. It's actually not. A, I mean, I think there might be acoustic guitar too. It's but you like had a mandolin. Is that the same mandolin? Because you had one in high school. <laughs> um, I have. It's the same thing, like the bass. I have mm. a mandolin that was really shitty. I think I gave it away. Did I give it to you? Oh, so he has the shitty one. I bought a different one. Okay. Because it's black, yeah, yeah, and it's got the the moon like the lunar pattern or whatever is the front oh, yeah, markers yeah, yeah. and all that. It was pretty cool. So I was like, oh, I'm good. well, let's let's play a love so bleak next. Interesting, definitely Interesting better choice. album art than than uh, Europe. Oh, and yeah, real quick, let me shout him out. That That's out. James Bausma. He's doing literally every. He just did. Uh, I bought him a T-shirt when I saw Metallica in L.A. because it's his art. Like he did a T-shirt for Metallica. He's done. Wow. Uh, is it municipal waste? Um, everybody, he's, he's just, he's blowing up right now. And we just, luckily we're already friends or he's like way too good to be working with the likes of me, but luckily, you know, I knew him before and we're very close. So he was very gracious about letting us, uh, use his art, uh, for this album. Cause it's fucking perfect for the record. It's the absolute, that's a piece he had already done. Mm-hmm. And I was, I reached out to him and I was like, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll pay you whatever Give you that. want. Give me that. I need that. Yeah. And um, and he did. He was, you know, good enough to send me the Photoshop file. And I really didn't fuck with anything at all. But, um, you know. As, yeah, that's fucking great. As, as I love the album artwork. So you said this is the uh, closing track of A Hollow Be My Name, right? Yeah. And it's not metal at all. It's uh, in my opinion, it's me doing a poor man Sinatra. Oh, shit. Here we go. A love so bleak. I have one thing to say at the very end of the song right at the 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 last vocal thing that happens have you heard of the whistle tone before the whistle tone yeah it's like mariah carey fucking thing oh Oh, yeah 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 yeah. so if you if you go back to like three minutes and like well just do 255 and listen to the very last vocal he does the whistle tone is in there he always points this out. I didn't even. So it's like your it natural out. overtone that you're producing. That, that, that that's yeah. what I no, think it is. But we did pull the tracks apart, and there's like I'm singing two notes at one time somehow. Yeah, he, he did. He did the whistle tone. Pain's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that put that whistle tone put Mariah Carey in the Guinness Book of World Records. So I, I don't know that that's that. going to happen to me. I, <laughs> I know <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but you heard it here. I mean, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's there. I remember when I first when I was mixing the track, I was sitting there like we got to the end of it. I was like, is that a fucking whistle tone? And James was like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
So I started soloing the tracks, and I was like, which one is it? It was like the fifth arm, um, harmony, and it just it's there. And I was like, holy shit. I thought the same thing you did. I was like, is it an overtone? But I guess I, I maybe I don't know what an overtone is, but I thought it's like when you sing in a choir, it's like the group in the mm-hmm. space is creating the yes. overtone, but they're obviously all, it's all me. Lisa's actually not on that one with all the high parts. I, you know, I could have fucking oh, taken a break. Fuck. I was positive. Yeah, no, she's yes. not on that one, which okay. is well, almost so a sin, but I'll say there that is something about like, me, like when a guy, like guys sing all that high stuff together, that like 70s sound, there's something yeah. to it. And she just was like, that song's perfect. Dude. Like I'm not, I'm not touching. Dude. I, I think James, like this is realizing that you're, not just a farm boy on on a random planet. Like you have the force <laughs> oh. in you. Like, I was wondering where you were going with some that. old man. Some old man that you've kind of known throughout old your ben life. Kenobi? Is, is gonna, <laughs> yeah. Old. I wonder if that means old Ben. Like, dude. It. I, it holy shit! It's, it's funny. That, I was positive that wasn't you. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 all. That one. I did you play bass on that one? Okay, that one's got him on bass, Z on bass, and then we just we kind of surprised the rest of the band with that song. I played it for him, and was just like, "Hey, I want to put this on the album. I think it's cool. What do you guys actually think?" Like, because again, I I want to get back to not only just like melody and everything else, which again, I'm a huge black metal fan. Okay, so this is not coming from a guy who hates screaming or dissonance. I'll point out that like Hound Dog is there's not a major chord in the whole song. Every single chord is minor because I love black metal. I love that sound. Not a single chord isn't minor in that song. So I'm all about it, right? But I loved like Sinatra was a tough guy, but he could still croon and like sing a love song to a woman. He could still sing, and this is why I picked Strangers in the Night. And um I forget the fucking song name again. What the I'm a fool to want you. Yeah. Because it's like it's a song, it's a love song even though we'll do it in minor, of course. But the other song is like a pain song. Like he's in pain. Mm. And I think it was right. He was married to Ava Gardner and she had just aborted his, uh, it was either his only son at the time or it was, um, he wanted another son after Frank Jr. And he didn't know until he got home from like a a movie shoot and that he, that she had done that. And he loved her. And I think it's, you can hear it in his voice on that song specifically, if I have my timing right, I might not have my lore right, but I think that's the time when they went through that. And it's Frank is such a good performer that you can hear in any song, like whatever emotion he's trying to make you feel. Yeah. But in that one in particular, there's something it's like, Oh shit. No, when he's not performing, he's actually at his best. And, and I miss like tough guys you know, being a bearded, look, we, shaved we were head, talking. like, dude, like I am. I, I miss us being able to, like, like be emotional in a strong yeah. way. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And this, I, every track so far has been just kick-ass, 100 miles an hour. Okay, but when you. you put out a song like this, this is now my favorite song I've heard. Perfect. Because it shows certain things. Aside from... The little boy on Tatooine getting, you know, the force. Aside from all of that, the song itself is, is great. And to give you an example of what we're talking about, or, or what what you're saying, uh, how I relate to it is, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. Mm-hmm. My favorite Slipknot song of all time mm-hmm. is Snuff. Yep, I knew that was coming. Yeah, my f- yeah, my yeah. favorite my favorite Stone Sour song of all time is Isaac's Road. Yeah, like, but you know what though? Would those songs be as powerful if they weren't that standout? Like if they 
you have this right. connection yeah. with like a, a band like Slipknot, dude, Iowa will make you lift yeah. weights heavier than you've ever been able to lift before. That <laughs> album Christ, is... I think he's listened to the show. I've made those yeah. comments. Yeah, so, so it's, like, sure. it's like, for that guy to be able to go, for like somebody like Corey, and it's the whole band, but like, you know, Corey being the front man, the guy singing this stuff to you, for him to be able to be that tough guy and then turn around and yeah. actually sing something like that, it's it makes it more and, meaningful. And come to tears every time he performs it yeah. acoustic. The, we yeah. were, I was going to yeah. mention that. Every when we, time. we do our uh, Musescapades, which is how the show came to fruition, the, the cut music, is Mike and I would just sit and stay up late. We'd drink and we'd watch YouTube and go down these just rabbit holes of musical oh, journeys. Us too. And yep. we, we came across that snuff video of Corey Taylor just like, in tears singing yep. just, cracking, just yeah crack, cracking just like throughout. and yeah. it still to this day gives me goosebumps like i still get chill because it's, you know, it's real raw emotion it's and real. he just fucking powers through it and it's god it's yeah. the most badass thing ever yeah i think both are important yeah. like performing is important Agreed. and i think sometimes like that real side like it being an actual expression and like actually getting like again with ghost scream Arquette, like exercising some of those ghosts exercising some of those demons it's 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 just a healthy part of being yeah. alive, dude. Like, it's like, we all need to do it. And I think a lot of us turn to music for it. I mean, I'll tell you this, man, even going through the divorce and stuff like that, like I've been through a lot in my life. And a lot of the songs that I've listened to that have gotten me through the hardest places were not about the thing I was going through. Like Danzig wasn't singing songs about divorce, but somehow I connected with different things that he was singing. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I'm a little hesitant a lot of times to talk about what the songs are about. I don't think it takes away, but I think maybe for some people it's like, ah, I wish I didn't know that because the song seems so much more about this than Game of Thrones, or it seems so much more about this than, than this goofy thing. And, and it all is that for me. It's None of these songs are just about so, Game of Thrones, or Spider Queen is the Lolf, the Spider Queen from fucking D&D, but it's not really. Mm. It, you know, it's like I, all this stuff, they've all got history and stories and, and a place that they came from. There's a reason I connected with a particular character. Like Night is Dark is obviously like the, you know, the guys with the fire swords, which is hilarious because that's what the music video is. But it's like all that stuff and that time period when I watched Game of Thrones is a part of it for me. And it's like there's so much in each of these songs that's beyond just me doing cool riffs, which is equally as important. The riffs matter to me. I I want to rock. I want to, you know, what, what did we say? What was the high school band motto? Rock hard. What? <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> yeah, rock your socks off. Be sure you're wearing... Rock your yeah. socks off. Dude, I want to do that. I want to get on stage and we want to rock people's socks off, man. Like we... Every incarnation of this band, again, we're changing members left and right. Just trying to find people that, you know, like don't have a wife and kids or a husband and kids or people are busy. They got other... Yeah. Li- yeah. Trying to find like... Maybe there'll be a particular lineup. Maybe there won't. Maybe there'll always be a bunch of just great people I got around me because I only keep great people around me. I don't keep nobody, you know, I don't keep no fucking losers around me, right? So it's like just great performers, great people, great human beings. You know, I, there's something to that. There's something to that. You, you know, going back, so I love, I love discussing lyrics. It mm. is probably my favorite thing mm. to do. Um, now, I've... I've been in bands. I've I've done production for a long time, but I've I've never uh, I've never written a song from scratch and put it out. I've always been the drummer uh, or or the person mixing some art that somebody else made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you from the perspective of somebody that doesn't do that, when I do hear the real meanings behind uh, an artist's track, 
it it doesn't it doesn't take away from me it just it, it, it strengthens my bond with him and an example of that is like for one snuff was about one thing then paul gray died yeah, yeah. and now and now it's about paul gray for Corey, right but yeah. it was about Corey's ex when it first started uh, another artist that we had on here, uh, uh, Brown Bear, who is oh, fuck, he's really, amazing. he's been my favorite artist of, of 2023. Look him up. Brown Bear is yeah. from Scotland. He's, he's amazing. Fucking amazing. Okay. Um, but one of his songs, uh, he gets into detail and it's fucking deep. The whole album is deep as shit. But even after I learned, cause there were some things that he said and I was just like, dude, what'd you mean by this? And even after he told me. It only made me appreciate him more, but I still have my own meaning. Yeah. yeah. When I listen to those, they like it didn't like it, it's not like pulling back the curtain and exposing the wizard. It's like I think we all have a wizard, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. I don't think it hurts to show somebody where your wizard's coming from. This is a weird analogy. <laughs> no, I, and I, you know, it's funny. Two things. One, I, I completely agree with you, and I, I feel the same way about every artist that I, you know, am into. However, it's like nowadays, I do think that like there was a mystery, like again, being a Danzig fan, like the misfits when we were growing up, like nobody, like it it was so, like you knew the skull, but you didn't really know, you know, being out on the West Coast, it's like you didn't know everything about him. Now Paul Stanley Mm -hmm. is posting that he's having lasagna for dinner. It's like, I don't want to know that dude. Like, so I'm trying to find, and and I completely agree with you. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's, it's something I want to, I want to find that balance between I'm giving you the honest me, but not so much that you like it, it alters. I have one. I'm like fucking Batman, dude. I got one rule. I got one rule and it's music first. And what I mean by music first is the production, the writing, the performance, who's in the band, blah, you know, everything that goes into it. I just, that's all I care about. If that's in check, we can talk about Shopify. We can talk about running Facebook ads. We can do, I don't give a fuck about the rest. As long as the music came first, Mm. that's handled, that's taken care of. Now we can talk about everything else. And so the everything else in this regard is me trying to figure out that balance between, you know, doing talking so much about you know a song or something like that to where it it's detrimental or it it takes away from somebody else's experience and uh you know they they say don't meet your heroes right oh god they don't meet your heroes because then like if they you have a bad experience with them it might be difficult to um you it changes how you idolize listen to them it changes how you present that or how you yeah yeah, or or even not even from an idolizing place right like just like uh like how you when you hear their music you're like ah that guy was a cunt you know what i mean it's like and and so i don't want to do too much of that because it's it's like look for instance we have a song called commit murder yeah and we were gonna call it kill it originally because the song when you when you want somebody to do well you tell them to kill it murder it yep you tell them to slay yeah, yeah you yeah, tell yeah. them to break a leg it's all violent and i just love the concept of like what if i wrote a song that sounds almost like i'm inciting violence or like a cult leader you know again going in the macabre or i'm you know i have a fucking i got one gear dude i don't know what <laughs> but it's like but to take that and make it a song that like you could listen to at the gym to pr to get a, a personal record to lift more than you ever have or and you could you could listen to that song as you know a trans person like I'm gonna this is my time to be who I am unapologetically I'm gonna go paint the streets red a crimson shade of uh or no what is it a paint the streets a royal shade of crimson whatever the lyric is I fucking yeah. wrote out <laughs> but it's like wrote it back on a cheese like, back it, box you know oh dude yeah well you know <laughs> you know how I do it 
I got a little bit more money than then. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's like it, like anybody could listen to it and get the right message, but for a different reason. That's that's yeah. like my favorite thing about music is it's like when I even when I listen to like the Sinatra tune we were talking about, the relationship I'm thinking about or whatever it is or the 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 part of my life that I'm drawn from might not be the same as what he was. What, but if you do it well enough, it's like a. I look at stand-up comedians. Oh, here we go. Like for, we for, love oh, yeah. stand-up on this show. For inspiration. So Andrew Schultz was in a, one of his podcasts. Yes. And he had said something <laughs> about, like, if I do my job right, you don't know which side of the political spectrum. You might have an inkling. You might kind of know where I'm going. But he's like, but I make fun of the thing from both perspectives so that we can both have a laugh at how ridiculous yeah. we're being. And I think yeah. stand-up comedy and music, there's so much crossover. Like, mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah! I feel that way about fighting too, to be honest. But uh, you know, when I get on stage, it's not like you know, I'm gonna. We had our political views hidden until Brad just Brad's a little. Bit <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I and to be honest, I'm not a I'm not afraid or opposed to talk about it. I just don't. Again, if I live by my one rule, anytime we talk about politics, yeah. am I putting the music first? Right, I don't right, think right, I right. am. And that exactly, I'm, again, exactly. subject to change. I might change my mind about that down the road. But we're not Rage Against the Machine. I play guitar. I have no business telling anybody who to vote for. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. is global yeah. warming real? Is global warming not real? Who cares what I think? I play guitar. We need <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk on that. You know what I mean? Like, I play guitar. I'm not going to solve it. It doesn't matter if I agree with you. It doesn't matter hey, if I disagree you with you. You will be rocking out as in Stranger Things as the world is fucking imploding on the upside yes. down. And you'll be fucking shredding. And that's doing a fucking horror metal cover to yeah, Master that, of Puppets. That's, and, You're goddamn and there's right. a place for that. You're and for that, right. we thank you. are goddamn right. <laughs> no, exactly. I, and I, I, I love what you're saying because that, that's the thing. Like, I don't mind getting to know artists, you know, personally. We, we've yeah. done it a few times. We've, we've had... You know, Brown Bear on here twice. We've talked to him. I keep in contact with with James and the Slow Cook Bears like we were talking earlier uh, about those guys. Like, I love that. But the thing is, is I, I, reality TV doomed us all. I don't give a fuck what end of the political spectrum you're on. Yeah. Like, we should, I, I feel like <laughs> it is only sane to come to that conclusion. Ozzy Osbourne should have never put his family on camera. It shouldn't have fucking happened. Sharon. Family jewels with Gene Simmons. Family jewels, Gene Simmons should have never fucking happened. Like I, I don't give a fuck. I right. care about your music. Now there are people out there like Machine Gun Kelly who you suck at music and you fucking suck at life. <laughs> that's that's double. Double. Like, hot I take. can't. Like dude, you know, fuck, fuck MGK. Right. While I'm at it, fuck Kid Rock too. I don't give a fuck. Right. But the thing is, is like. I, I, you say music first, James. Yeah. I hated their music first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. I hate their music first. I mean, damn it. A hundred percent. And look, like, it's funny. It's like, I don't, I don't fault nobody for doing the reality shows like Ozzy and stuff like that. It's like, look, like, you know, I'm, I'm part of the problem because I also, I mean, I buy vinyl as well and all that, but there's only so much you can do, man. We're all, we're paying, look. If we're going to, let's just look at music as a product. Okay. I know that's not comfortable and we're artists and whatever. Like I'm artistically integral. Go fuck yourself. People so, got to eat. Yeah. So it's like, if, if music is something, if I put the music first, it means that I can't go work at Starbucks because the time I'm at Starbucks, I'm not doing music. Right. So, I mean, you can, if you have to, because if you lose your home and you don't have a place to record music, you're not putting the music first either. So, you know, different, different strokes. Right. But 
if you really want to put the music first, you have to think about like, if this could be, and I don't even mean being a millionaire. Okay. Like if you could make even a hundred K just doing a year, doing what you love, making music you really believe in. I think that's a great first goal to have. And so that's, and not for other people, I would never tell anybody else what to do. I don't give a fuck what you do. But me personally, I'm like a hundred K a year is the first goal. And when I get to that point and I, I do okay with all the other music stuff that I do, but when it's just Von Bolt music, mm-hmm. yeah. and that is bringing in 100K, I think that's a huge accomplishment for an artist in the modern day who's not making, you know, say pop music or something that's like, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna have a lot of push from the, the rest of the industry. So it's, if, if music is a product in that case, if I'm looking at like, okay, I do want my stuff to sell, but I also want it to be completely myself, right? Eight dollars a month for Spotify. You guys are on Spotify, yeah. right? Am I gonna? I don't want to lose your sponsorship. No, no, no. no. We, 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 we are going. <laughs> no, can I be honest? Through, can yeah, I be honest? Through Spotify, because I have can, nothing. You can be hundred percent honest. I'll say I also use Spotify, so I'm part of the problem. We all are. So like yeah. eight dollars a month or ten, whatever it is now, for uh, access to all the music that you could ever want. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> is not. That's not going to guys like me, you know what I mean? Like going to yeah. our shows, spending money, like if the marketplace determines the value of a product, then basically the world has showed, has shown that music is valueless. Now we know yeah. that's not true. The way we enjoy music is, is perhaps Invaluable. valueless. Yeah. But you know, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. It would it's like, be so to, to to go on this point. It would be interesting if, say, Spotify, YouTube, um, every outlet that distributes music for such a low premium, uh, just shut down and it's like, hey, sorry, we can't do this anymore. You have to pay. Yeah, like the writer's yeah, strike. You have to pay twenty bucks for a record or whatever the 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 yeah. you know a, a cost for inflation. What your records are co- uh, what your records are valued at. And if it became just an open market of, hey, well, the Led Zeppelin record is way more expensive than the Von Bolt record. Like, what's the what's the deal with that? Why can't I just listen to everything I want to any time? It's like it's it's a weird concept to think about if we turned it or if they if the turn of events became that uh, each record was valued on its own instead of just a record is a record and it's every record's 1999. Well, for one, I mean, they, they, I mean, we had that with video games forever. Yeah. Video games are not to exceed $65. That's all gone down the fucking drain. But, you know, a a good example of a band that I love and separating personal from the performance, fucking Metallica uh, going against Napster. Here's the thing. I don't I don't fault Spotify or Apple or any of these other and any companies, because here's the thing. People are going to do what they can do. Yeah, that's that's it. And the big problem with all of that was government. We saw it happen with the gig economy with uh, just, you know, recently with um, Uber uh, shutting down taxis, Airbnb taken away from hotels and the governments in the United States, their their knee jerk reaction was get rid of this shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight it. And it's like, dude, this shit's coming. You need to find happy yeah. mediums to regulate. That's fair to the artists that also does really the world a service, which is putting music 
from everyone in your hand on demand at all times. And whatever that price should be, whatever that split of the profits should be, all of that shit should have happened. But the problem is you can't stop evolution and evolution is not fair. Yeah. And it doesn't we're not, give a we're shit. We're not going back. Right. And I honestly no, like. I, there's no way. I think all the negatives come with a lot of positives. Of course. So, as always. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, on one hand, like, yeah, you're going to have a hard time uh, making a living. But that's not really new. No. It was always pretty Starving tough. Starving artists. Yeah. Has, that's been a trope yeah, for a right? long time. <laughs> it's not. That's not Van really go. So right? it's like, yeah, I want to, you know, people want to get paid for, you know, what they get streamed and all this and this and that. And the, the record labels are going to have better deals with Spotify, you know, whatever they're dispersing, you know, all that sorts of stuff. None of that's really that new. Like, that's all. Yeah. But what is new is I think it's never been easier with a Spotify monthly listener counter that they offer you for putting your music up for free. You can open doors for yourself that you used to need the record labels. to. Yeah. So it's, yep. what gets interesting is it's like, we're not, we're not going to go back to the old way of, of, of taking in music. So I think for once, and this is the fun part, um, the artist has to be creative. Mm. And it should be creation for creative yeah. sake. Yeah. Well, I mean, creative, right. even on the business front, like creative, even on yeah. like, 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 let's say, um, say I do very well and, Somehow I do it with no record labels. Let's say I don't get to some of the bigger venues because you're probably going to need to be connected via record labels and stuff like that to do that. I'm not it, lobbyists I'm not and stuff like that. that. I, yeah. I'm I'm speculating, yeah. right? But like, let's say like I'm, I'm just assuming the way the world works. Like like the bigger opportunities are going to be afforded to those somewhere. who know somebody who knows mm -hmm, somebody, mm -hmm. right? Maybe it's the Jersey me. <laughs> but it's like if even if that's true, if I do really really well on my own. And I become very creative and I come up with different things like say, um, and I, I think about this stuff all the time and I don't have the answer yet. I will. I'll, I'll come back on, you know, three, three years maybe. And, and I'll have more of like, here's what worked. Here's what didn't. I do want to give back. Like if once I figure it out and I will figure nice. this out, um, it's, it's like, let's say like you've got things like Patreon, right? It's like, if you join the Patreon, the next record I put out, we don't know when it's coming out. The music comes first. But if you're in there, when it comes out, I'm going to send everybody's name to the vinyl press, and it'll say, hallowed be their names, and your name will go on every pressing of that record for, for the rest of the time. Whoever was nice. in my Patreon at that time. Yeah, well, yeah this helps support like you and push you up to that level and kind of, you know. You're one of yeah. us now. You're in the band. You need to be credited. Right. Uh, I don't want to get into like NFTs. I don't really know much about it, but I think like even Avenged no Sevenfold was doing that. And it, 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 I could see a case where like somewhere the blockchain becomes like, you're, you're basically an invest, you're investing in the stock of Von Bolt. And like, now you get a piece of the publishing or something. I'm not saying that I'm going to go that route, but there's just so much out there that you could do. Mm -hmm. If you do the art so good that people can't help, but to want to be a part of it and listen to it. And then, and go ahead. Uh, I always find that, like, you know, the age of SoundCloud, I'm pretty sure they're all on SoundCloud. Still is a thing. Like, whenever, every once in a while, I'll sit there. Yeah, oh, get in. Every once in a while, I'll sit there and look at the, uh, there's someone that has like 500 followers and I'm like, oh shit, they got like 10,000 plays on a tune they just put out. And it, it goes with the same example. If the art's good, if you're doing it solid, you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't avoid 
like the promotion part of it you can't avoid in that shit anymore but like if it's really that fucking good you will be okay um like even that give and take with like the payouts for spotify itunes all that shit like i think that shit goes out the out the fucking window too because um where we live in an environment where like the value immediate value of music per play or even if you're selling records still like kind of mm-hmm. fucked like if uh, James is gonna print out hundred pieces of vinyl, uh, I don't know. And I uh, let's I don't know I don't know how much vinyl costs nowadays, but like five or twenty, or whatever the profit margin is there. Well, I'm just gonna go back one more time. If the if the product is good, you will be okay. Yes. that's all that matters. Music first or the arts first. You're, that's what hasn't changed Dave, Dave girl Dave girl already said it best he was like I saw him in some interview and I don't even think it's a new one he's just like dude you walk into a joint and there's a band just rip it's it's contagious there's you yeah you're gonna yes. you're gonna be involved you're gonna buy a t-shirt you're gonna listen to their music and get them streams and open doors for that it's just if if the band is right and there's no and I think that's one thing that, that is really keep being cultivated in our current economy as far as music goes is the fact that it's because it's so open to anybody. Anybody who purchases a thousand dollar fucking MacBook has GarageBand and now they're out there yep. in their, you know, in their bedroom making music. And if it's not good music, they're not going to get listens. They're not going to get popular, even just without even playing shows, just complete bedroom rock or bedroom pop or whatever. Yep. Um, so it really is because it's so, um, saturated that only the good artists are coming through only the real, if it's something that is worth listening to on a regular basis or worth paying for, those artists are going to ascend and become, you know, more well-known and more popular and garner that, that attention and that pay. So like, for, for example, like, um. Like virtuosic, is that that word? Is that the right sure. word? Sure, it is now. Virtuosos, virtuo, yeah, virtuosic. I guess whatever. But like, we never we make get words, words up all the time. Show, it's fine. So don't worry. About virtuosic it. is but now like, a word in the cut music podcast. I'm pretty sure that's the actual thing. Like, but like, you have to be really fucking close to there now. Like as you said, the, the market's saturated. I get it, and it fucking sucks. I make, like, oddly enough, I make bass music and I play bass. <laughs> But I also do composition work, and I make sure That's that funny. I make I make sure that whatever I'm putting out is at least on my own personal scale. It has to be an eight out of ten if I'm gonna put it out, at least. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you find? As I don't mean to like completely interrupt, but like yeah. As as also a creative, there's a point in your creative project where it's like ah, I know I can do better. I know I can do better, but you have to settle because you know it's good enough mm-hmm. to release. The saying is, uh, it's not done, it's due. Yeah. yeah. That's literally, <laughs> I like, like I was saying with yeah. Hound Dog, I would much prefer to have had a talented drummer on that, but it was due. So I yeah. And like, and, and the, and the drums weren't bad, like, to be fair. They, were, they weren't bad. Yeah, no, like, no, no they weren't. They were good. It, it's just like, it comes down to the whole thing. Like, um, as creatives, and especially as artistes, whatever the <laughs> fuck, like, um, you will always look at your work and be like, this needs to get better. It always has to, it can always be better to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But to everyone else, it could be the goddamn, I don't know, Jesus coming down from the sky or some yeah. shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, it, it's so, no, it's so crazy how that shit works. I mean, uh, 
you know, I, I, I did improv for a while and I was a drummer in a band and there would just be nights where I'm on my, you know, six set in two days yep. and like my wrists are killing me. And I just like, you know, I, I remember one time I, uh, we closed out a set with, I fought the law, which is just fucking, um, in, like a huge strain on the fucking wrist uh, for what they were at the time. And I remember getting off and I'm like, fuck, that was a shit show. I fucking, I missed that. I dropped that beat com- fucking completely. It was, and somebody comes up and is like, yep. oh my God, dude, I got to tell you, like, I, that's one of the best drumming, uh, drumming, like, uh, I've ever seen at a, at a show here. And I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> and it's completely dude. true for that person yeah. at that time. Yeah. It, it, and that's it, the beautiful totally thing about right. fucking You can see a right? video later. We could watch a video of you from that night right now, and we could all agree, Dude, like, okay, nah, bro, you okay. shit the bed. Pick that but shit for apart. that person at that time, this is completely real. I, I, I oh, will, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, go ahead, Z. I, I, like, as far as how we're, like, we judge ourselves, there is a threshold where you're like, no, that was no boy. Yeah. Like, we, we all get, <laughs> we go get down on ourselves like, ah, oh, that fucking sucked. But no, there's a, there's a point where you're like, no, that was not good yeah. at all there, there's yeah. there's levels yeah. to this shit like oh th- i don't like this t- performance tonight. that's why you said you, you you're you're willing to put out something that's an eight out yeah. of ten yeah because an eight out of ten means yeah. that like you understand that like it may be a 10 out of 10 i don't think so yeah but i know it's not low yeah yeah, yeah. well you you know you know the possible the probability that more people are gonna f- if for your eight, the the probability that more people are going to put it at a ten yeah. is there. Absolutely. I would say, and, and, and I would that's say, what counts. thinking back to James, you and I in high school, every show that we played with the Stale Marshmallows, it fucking ten it fucking rocked. Ten out of ten. Listening back to our tracks is like, oh yeah, we're not uh, doing that, <laughs> dude. Oh, God. Dude, Moosh and I were going to put an episode together with some of the musical stuff that we've done over the years and we went and listened to the very first track that him and i ever recorded when we first met and we're like this is bad this is bad (laughs) we've because we we keep growing and we keep growing as artists and as as you know completionists and yeah but you know how it goes but i mean i'm thinking to myself so i had a recording studio when i was living in ventura and i'm thinking to myself after listening because i hadn't listened to it in years and i listened to this uh song that mush and i did and i go i fucking got business on this song I was like, hey, here's how good I can make your shit yeah. sound. Here's an example of yeah. me drumming. And it's like, what the There's a fuck? lot of people in this world. There's like There's a lot of people in this world. Yeah. So Michael, you're 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 an engineer too, yeah. So you mix, you do all that stuff. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. It's like, okay, so here we go. Fuck it, all four of us do this. But like James is like asked like he asked me a question, like, what's what's life about for you? It's about high scores. <laughs> That's for me, right? Yeah. And then I'm really, I'm normally pretty fucking humble, but when it comes to mixing and engineering, sound design, all that shit, and taking, having a hand in his album, I was like, no, this motherfucker is going to be awesome. I know it's going to be yeah. dope. I don't see a downside in having that mentality. Right. No, no, there's no like, downside. It's I just don't like, see a, like I have, a, I had a friend that you knew, I'm not going to put him on blast right now, but like, cause he's come a long way, but like he would go to show us a song and he would be like, yeah, he would like make you listen to it. Like, will you listen to my new song? I want to play it for you. I want to play it. And he'd be like, I right, play it. He'd be like, not very good. I'm still working on it. It's like there's no there's no upside to selling yeah. yourself short. Yeah, there 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 is maybe a downside to selling overselling yourself, whatever. But dude, in your own heart, to not just believe in what yep. you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's there's no downside to just believing in yeah. yourself against and, and, impossible. And, and look, we we all have those days yeah yeah 
where it's where it's rougher than normal. But like Z, I, I'm with you. Like if anybody asked me if you were ever to be a part of a band, like what is the best thing you can bring to the table? Production. Yeah. That's it. Hands down. Yeah. That is the thing I've been doing the longest. Drums. Um, not anymore. I'm just. I uh, like I said, I, I, I started learning vocals and uh, about three years ago, and I'm learning piano now. Um, that's where my, my focus is. But like, I don't think I would be able to get into the band. Now, we were talking about Corey Taylor earlier. Mm-hmm. Moosh can back me up on this. Uh, Vermillion in one fucking You take. did that. Yeah. You Screams did that, and yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit was fucking. And so, but most of the time you ask me what I think of my vocals and Moosh can attest to this over the last three years. I think they're fucking shit most <laughs> dude, of the I time. I do the same fucking thing, man. Trust. Yeah. Well, dude, and it's like, dude, some days I'll record something and I'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, I can't wait to show Moose this. Like, this yeah. is amazing. Yep. And then I go to show Moose a few days later and I get like 30 seconds into the shot. Going, yeah, you, you know what? No. You're yeah, not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. Every I, I invite time. him to listen to my shit and then I tell him to fuck off. And you know what this all comes down to, guys? Because we got to throw some extra, uh, some more of your music in here. This comes down Ooh, look at that segue, bro. Oh. And whether you have it or don't have it, and when it's appropriate and when it's not. That's really what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Completely agree. Let's get it. What a <laughs> fucking <laughs> segue. All right, Von Bolt. Von Bolt, here we go the again. King of Shame. Segways over here. All right, I, st- I-, <laughs> I-, I still love a love so bleak. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that song is a standout. But that fucking song, that so I've I've noticed a few things about you, James. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've noticed a few things. Shoot. Number one, you have no accent when you're explaining something, but when you kick it into like uh, a side note, like you can go do this. Oh, don't fucking do it. I don't fucking. Do it. And then you're back to it. Like I've noticed, like when when you're when you're like doing little sidebar here, <laughs> yeah, you go yeah. into it. You go into the That's Jersey like, accent. Uh, dude, I, I get this that all earlier. the time. I get this all the time. But I also I notice uh, the way you approach the bridge in a lot of your tracks is halfway through the song, and there's usually some sort of rest and ring out, and then like into that fucking. Like, boom, like, let's yeah. smack you in the face with this fucking solo. So I, I feel like the the the, the break between bridge, when, whenever there actually is a bridge, um, it's because of Ghost. We went to, after, like, he wrote Ghost, and I said, we need more story time. And we call it story time. So, like, a lot of the songs don't have bridges. They're just, like, instrumental sections. Like, the end of Dying, there's no... No, yeah. It just goes into its own thing. Like there's no like half the songs don't have bridges because for some reason we just do the story time thing, and I don't know why that works better. I go to say something else, and I'm like, eh, I already kind of said it. I'm like, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's jam. Like let's jam. Like let's, let's say it in the Jersey accent. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. It's it's <laughs> it, 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 it's my his dad. dad my his mom. dad's coming I mean, out my right now. My whole family's like... from New Jersey. Like oh, I was yeah. raised by people from Jersey. They split yeah. when I was six. I would go back and forth. So like I'm. It's weird, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and I get it all no, the time. I, I'm, I'm, je- I'm jealous though because like my parents split when I was eight, and like they lived in the same city the most of the. T- I didn't go anywhere interesting, and like uh, you know, hearing you guys both talk about uh, Vegas, and you know, you mentioned a few times like, hey, I don't have the money to pay for uh, you know everybody that does everything for me, but like they line up when I need it, and it's like the only time I've ever gotten to experience that was in Ventura with Moosh. Like, when we would do... We would film sketch uh, comedy skits. We, uh, you know, we would do music. Yeah. We would do performances. Just And everybody would trip over each other. Yep. To just be involved, expecting absolutely nothing in return. 
Yeah, the improv was a non-profit like yeah. organization. Everybody there was volunteers. So everybody that we met, like our circles that we were hanging out with, like we all had day jobs Monday through Friday working, yep. you know, stiffs. And then, you know, we come Friday night, Saturday night, we'd be, dude, yeah, it yeah. was time to get down. We were, you know, playing, improvising, acting, filming, photography, just everything you could want to do. All the artists were there. just like And when the right people get and, together, yeah, you know, it was, there's nothing it like was a it. good time. Yeah. No. There's nothing like it. It's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I was saying with us in the, the green room. It's like like there was something none of the other bands touched the piano for some reason. But we couldn't help it. We're just back there playing, singing, dude, partying. This sounds like a legendary. We never night. could. You, fun, you and I man. never could. We went to that that one like talking about China. We went to this one tower where you jumped off and like went skydiving yeah, yeah, or something yeah. or bungee jumping. And there was a piano in like their foyer that was all covered up, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah we can yeah, play, yeah, play this." We can play this. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to kick us out? Fuck no, we'll that. We can play this. At that point, I already uh, <laughs> gone uh, skateboarding with an umbrella and a, a tsunami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, everybody's up against the walls, or it was monsoon, monsoon skateboard, whatever. whatever. It was like some that. crazy storm. Everybody's up against the walls because they're like, you will blow away. Yeah, all the all the boards, so all the shops are boarded down, up. I yeah. jumped on it. I opened an umbrella. And just shot down the street. We went through the umbrella umbrellas broke that almost night. immediately. Jesus Christ! In the like, I was more like surfing. Honestly. Three umbrellas we went through. This is why they don't want us yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they They're want us over there in general. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I was a younger. I was a kid. You know, I, 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 I wouldn't act like yeah. the way I did. I mean, the surfing thing I would still do, but the, there's a lot of things I did at 18 years I, old. I've never had a thrill seeker bone in my body, but it's funny. As soon as you said, "Oh, I'm the guy that skateboarded with an umbrella and a." In a tsunami, yeah. like I saw Z have the exact same expression over his face. Like the fuck you talking? Oh, it was the man. same expression I had. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, 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 it happens. Share stupid shit. So it happens all the time too. Where like I forget <laughs> things that I did when I was a young idiot, and like apparently, um, another buddy of mine when we were at that same show, where we were in the green room playing piano. Another buddy in another band, the Nocturnal Affair. You should check them out too. Actually, I'll connect you guys. Mm -hmm. You guys should yeah, totally yeah. have them on. They're awesome. Um, Please. They. Uh, I will he, do that. Their guitarist Drew was telling. He's like, you remember that time? Like, the guy challenged me on something, so we were both smoking, so I was like, at the time, I was a cigarette smoker, not more cigars, but I took my cigarette out, and I was like, all right, and I just held my arm up, like I was going to put the cigarette out my arm, I was like, whoever stops first, you know, is a bitch or whatever, I don't know what I was going for, like, we were challenging High each stakes. other, and so I just put a cigarette out my arm, yeah. and I just sat there and stared at him, and he took it off, and, you know, he was the bitch, and then, so now, Drew's like, can I have a tattoo here now, he's like, what, he's like, it, it, you've gotta have a scar, he's like, but your skin was boiling, it was like bubbly ah. skin after, it was disgusting, but I completely forgot about that until two weekends ago, when somebody told me, and I'm like, oh, I, hey. Yeah, I there's some things you don't really like. That's a ghost that I didn't need to. Was, Memories was don't moment? need to call me on that one. You know what I mean? Like they could, they could fuck right off. Yeah. Is that one of those moments you like? You remember it? You're in bed. You're like, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> Something bad happened to me there once. Every night with that shit. Oh my god. I Usually after we record shit. an episode. <laughs> Did I say that today? Fuck. Fuck. No. I, I, I gotta remember to cut that part <laughs> out. Edit that yes. in post. <laughs> post that shit out. <laughs> nah, man, I, I, I every once in a while I'll be remembering shit when I was younger and like, hmm. I really fucking said that to that person. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> dude, though, dude, that's what shame's about. It's like, it's like go, go, go out there yeah. and like figure it out because like you, you, you've only got one life. Like we, we're live talking about video life. games and stuff. Do we live in the greatest video game with the best graphics ever? Right now. Like, Jesus, and shame, shame deep. is like, like, are you not ashamed 
almost like uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Right? Are you not embarrassed? Um, but it's like, are you not? <laughs> have you seen? Are you not? Like, do you not have some shame for like, like your ancestors surviving like plagues and you know famine and saber tooth tigers and war and shit, so that you could jerk off all day and fucking you know play video games and role play and all. It's like go do something. Like do that too. I'm dude, jerk off if that's what you want to do. I'm not opposed to people jerking off. I think a lot of people need to. Sometimes you get more work done. Sometimes you get more work done when you jerk off, right? But it's like, dude, like you, you can't be about yeah. jerking off. You can't be about video games. That can't yeah, be like your whole personality. Fans, not everybody something. needs to be Elon Musk. But it's like if you're supposed to be an artist or you're supposed to be fuck, I don't give a shit. Like the world's greatest plumber, dude. Like whatever it is, like you have some calling, you need to go find it, you need to go figure it out because you'll be happier in the long run. Like depression's all over the place now. It's yeah. like, of course it is, because yeah. we live in these little digital bubbles that aren't real. Nothing is real. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. can we just it, clarify? It, just all right. We're all in our fucking 30s. Okay. We're not 50. Yeah. yeah. This isn't, these aren't boomers. We were there. Yeah. For the beginning of 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 a lot of things, cassette to CD, video games, yeah, cassette to cassette to CD, to cassette to iPods, iPods v to streaming, v VHS to fucking DVD, yeah, uh, pre and post oh, yeah. we're with it. pre and post fucking COVID, like yeah, there's been too many firsts. But one thing, you know, I I love I love science. It's another love of mine. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson mm -hmm. I was watching a video with him the other day. And he was saying, you know, if you ask anybody, especially the younger generation, do you feel like the times are worse now than ever before? They'll all say yes. Absolutely. And I think it's our I think it's our knee jerk reaction to say yes. But he's like, do I need to go over the fact that on average and I forget the number, but he mentions it in the video that from like the 1950s on back, it only got worse. But a thousand people died an hour. Yeah, we ain't doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. Well, they, they there's that saying that. I, um Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And then the cycle. You take a philosophy class. You just. I do love philosophy. Knowledge. I do like right? even my my tattoo. It's like stoicism and all that. I love all, all love that shit. it. But um, I think it applies to men and women. I don't think it's just a men thing. But that's what the quote was. But it's um. I think that's where we're at. We're at like things are so good now. We have to find new new stupid shit to argue about. It and that's why I just play guitar. <laughs> it's just like, yes. I, I, I constantly sit there and was like, it's a matter of perspective. What the fuck is going on? I will always believe that social media was a downfall of this whole fucking thing. But Dude, again, it also, it also opened yeah. us up. We're, so like, we're able to make a lot of music and get it out to a yeah. lot of people in a way that we weren't able to before. We're, I, I like to think of it as, I mean, speaking of philosophy, is that social media and the connected mm -hmm. world like the interconnected <clears throat> world as a whole is still yeah. in its infancy and we as a planet are still trying to yeah. get along with each other and figure out what's appropriate what's inappropriate what is to talk about what's not it's to talk about you know how to respect each other when we don't know something and how to not immediately turn to fear when we so, don't understand something and it, it's it's just a fucking it's still a journey I and it'll be a time zero hope for a positive outcome social media has done great things but with you know there's good and evil with every new advancement that comes out ai yeah. being you know music's worst fucking nightmare i disagree right? medic for music hold that thought hold yeah. that thought yeah. because we'll i would i would i would love to hear it but what 
what I'm thinking, like with social media, though, the difference is like, Moose, you're, you're saying it, it would be great when we figure out these things. The problem is, is everyone with the screen name views themselves as a rule maker. And you can't have all nobody those fucking rules. liked automobiles when they came out, and now everybody fucking drives an automobile. Yeah, no, I yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody was scared of iPhones and Apple and and smartphones. I rebelled against oh, it. I, I didn't. I, I took forever to listening to me. I was like, I'm a horror. Yeah. And I'm now everybody has one. I always have been. I'm, I I don't fall victim to marketing like that very often. But Apple, like they, no, they it works, by the dude. That, that's immediately. They, yeah, they think that yeah, just, yeah. just so, right. So, James, James <laughs> I, I, uh, I love AI in a lot of ways. Okay. I don't like where where it's going with with music. And I'm very curious because you've talked about like, you know, not being opposed to MIDI or anything, but wanting to be as real and as raw whenever possible. So I'm curious, like, where do you see the benefits for AI when it comes to music? Yeah, so a lot of people are going to see contradictions in, in me in this because... Uh, yeah, we recorded a lot of real amps and stuff like that, but our music videos have a fuck ton of AI generated images on them because I spent all the money on the album art. Um, so it's like, <laughs> so, so here's the thing, here's the thing you in know a what? world Fair. where you require <laughs> X amount of content, it's different for everybody depending on what you're doing, but there's a, an sure. amount of posts that I have to do or videos that I have to put out both creatively and otherwise in order to even, in order to even be in the conversation. In order to be on this yeah. podcast, in order for anybody to even mm -hmm. know who I am, there's an amount of work that needs to be done. And AI for $30 a month, I found, I hunted a bunch of them. Uh, I looked at a bunch of different AI sites. And look, I'm not somebody who thinks that AI is going to take over artists. There's a lot of, where do I even start with this? So let's just start from the, um, the image perspective, not the, uh, the sound. We'll go back to the sound. Okay. Um, if I create an AI video, I, like if I upload my song, I give it a prompt and then it spits something out and I'm like, cool enough. And then I post that. I understand people's yeah. like negative opinions towards that. But what we do is I do a bunch of different AI videos. I take the best parts of each. I overlay them in different artistic ways with our live footage so that it kind of has the illusion of being a music video and a lot of our live footage is actually shot by it's the same thing as all the other people that we're connected with and stuff like that that believe in what we're doing like we'll have guys from mgm that work for them come out with the cameras they shoot mgm quality like commercials and stuff with mm -hmm. and content for um to shoot our live videos and shout out to ernie yeah who's ernie. not with mgm no more so i think i could call him out on that um, <laughs> So like, we'll, we'll have people like, we'll have professional photographers that are friends of ours that will take photos that I overlay videos that I overlay videos that I shoot, like the sword fighting thing. It's not just going to be a video of me with a fire sword and a Cirque du Soleil performing. We're going to mix it I, right now. I've got it where we're all yellow uh, on a black background with like different AI stuff that bleeds in and out. It's, it's a whole process. And I think, Something interesting to consider is like from the artist's perspective, or I should say from the musician perspective, the process doesn't change a lot for me. So like I would give an artist a prompt, he would interpret the prompt, he would send me his work, and then yeah. I would go, I'm not using this, I am using this, I'm going to try again, let's, let's adjust it here. The, the artistic integrity on my end doesn't change much other than I'm not collaborating with a human who can speak to me. 
which again was working with somebody like mm, James Bausma yeah. or whatever, like it, you're never going to replace him. And the well, reason and- you're never going to replace a real artist. And this goes for music and visual is that he, the human interaction is such an integral. The reason we record the amps is because it's a photograph. It's a photograph of where we were. You're hearing a little bit of my house. You're hearing a little bit of the imperfections, how we were figuring out how we wanted to sound at the time. The Rolling Stones, when you put them on and the acoustic guitars are peaking a little bit and stuff, but they're still like the biggest band on earth. You're it's a captured photograph. It's a it's a memory of that time. AI is never a memory. It's never a real it's never a real human experience. And the, the, the main reason it can't take over even music is like at this point, we we don't need to be worried about AI and music for live performance, especially because DJs already did it. They already proved it. Like a lot of DJs, and yeah. I used to be a DJ, Z's a DJ. We got nothing against DJs. We're big jungleist fucking drum and bass heads, right? But like a lot of DJs were busted just playing a playlist. But it still mattered that that motherfucker was there. He had to be there. You could put his iPod on. He could have mailed an iPod. Press play. It's the exact mix, exactly the same length, the same thing you heard that night. But there is something about the human experience of like, I was there with Dead Mouse. I'm not saying he was the one that got busted, but whoever it would be, I was there with them that night when they performed. There's a a human element that will always be missing, even with projectors and all that. Real real quick, Mike, before you speak, I want to touch on this. This idea is... Uh, going back to like synthesizers oh, yeah. and and stuff like that. Same. I I love synthesizers. You mentioned you mentioned Dead Mouse, and I was thinking. Uh, I watched a interview with the uh, creators of the audio and all the music for um, mm-hmm. Stranger Things, the, I've seen the, live. the Netflix series. So good, outstanding. Yep. Like Kyle Dixon and and what's his name? Um, they have the one synthesizer that they've used for Stranger Things, and they've never got like been able to play with it because it is an analog synthesizer. There's no way to recreate right. the sound. So they've, they, they found the one sound and they yep. just taped it off. And, and it said, still doesn't we work. We can't touch this time. because right. it'll were never third, be the they same. They were 40 minutes late exactly. to the set that I saw them do. And they only had like <laughs> yeah. a 20, 30 minute set or something. It was something ridiculous. Like when I saw that, it was so funny. Yeah. But like, I love that idea of, of, you know, analog and synthesizers and like how it's, or like with your guitars and amps, like you're never going to get nope. the exact, like you could put it to 11 or whatever, but it's right. never going to be exactly 11. It's going to be 10, 9 or 10, Everything 9, 9, 9, 9, The weather yeah. was different the second every, day we every, There's so yep. many variables. 100%. Yeah, there's so many variables. And so like if you listen to a band in the summertime versus the wintertime, there's so many variables. Like there's so many things that experience, like yep. you said, a photograph and recording that capturing and capturing the that is innately human. Yep. Yeah. You're capturing those variables yeah. for that point in time, and that is and human, limitation and that is breeds art. creativity. And AI will never be able right, to right, figure right. that Here, out. Okay, James, address, I agree with everything you said because really, what it, when you were talking about the visuals and stuff like that, that sounds more like what everybody does. You know, you rely on certain tools for things that maybe you don't have the capability or the expertise to do yourself, or you don't have fucking time. And really, what that comes down to putting the music is first. The hu- is putting the music first, yeah. and that's part of your that's part of your hustle. Yeah, you need to hustle to get shit done. Yep, I, I'm 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 good with all that. Here's what concerns me: what concerns me about AI when it comes to the sound and music mm-hmm. is, for instance, um, on Logic. Right, 
you can put in their virtual drummer mm-hmm. and you can actually use a meter, like a scroll, to decide how freeform this is going to be, how mm-hmm. on time it's going to be, things of that nature. What concerns me is when they're able to apply that to AI music. So right now, one of the first thing that pissed me off was Chester Bennington. Mm-hmm. I talked about Corey oh. Taylor being my, my my third favorite singer, right? Chester's right above him, and then a hair above him is Cornell. I was going to say, I had a feeling it was going to be Cornell, yeah. Had, it should yeah. be Cornell, <laughs> goddammit. Um, but the, so, yeah, yeah goddammit. Cornell, man. I already said Snuff was one of my favorite songs, right? Mm-hmm. They, when all this stuff started kicking off, there was Chester Bennington singing Snuff. Singing Snuff. So, like, I got one of my favorite artists of all time. Linkin Park is probably my favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. Singing Snuff. One of my favorite songs. I like, and I listened to it, but I was like, I wasn't happy with the fact that they did that. And eventually what worries me is when you when they do that stuff now they are basically taking every note that that original vocalist produced mm-hmm. and then putting somebody else's voice over it but eventually there's gonna be a meter and when i say eventually i mean in the next two fucking years there's gonna be a meter it's only going to get better mm-hmm. because that's that's the that's how yeah. technology yeah. fucking goes that's the nature it probably got better, better during this yeah. podcast like that's how fast yeah, this shit's no, going exactly honestly. so so <laughs> what, what happens when when ai is able to not just do chester singing the same notes with the same tones as Corey taylor but here's what a lincoln park original if they wrote snuff would sound like and then you take that into the science of a voice and instruments like let's think of our greatest voices of all time let's take frank sinatra let's put him with Jimi hendrix mm-hmm. let's put john bonham on the drums let's put flea on bass but it's none of those guys and here's, they start making here's my one making original tracks mm-hmm. here's my one combat to that and i'm sure that outcome that ai will be fine it'll be enjoyable people will listen to it but it won't be Von Bolt covering Hound Dog in the way that Von Bolt covers or, Hound or Dog. Or even more specifically, like esque. me interpreting Sinatra and Metallica together is yeah. is like yeah. yours. And then and then having yeah. a tap dancer like they're not going to include a tap dancer because none of your other tracks historically yeah, right. have tap dancers. It's so they human, I had relationships. A tap I knew a guy. I was really he's my yeah. brother. You know what I mean? Like there's there's so much to the human element yeah. that I don't think can be replaced by MIDI or anything else. AI, many of it. And and not to say that like the AI Hound Dog by Von Bolt wouldn't be in- enjoyable. It'll be fun to listen to. But it won't have that human Honestly, the, element. The, the future is the, the future Spotify, whether it's Spotify or not, we'll just call it Spotify. The future Spotify is you tell Spotify what you want to hear. You give it a prompt and they're already it, yeah. doing that. Right. Yeah. And then it plays yeah. you music and it's not it's just in the vein of but then music becomes less meaningful to people, right? So Which is why we'll return back to Bob Dylan. You know what I mean? Which is why we'll, everybody will refine old <laughs> because those old recordings. What are they? Photographs. It's yeah. No, I I love look I at love Instagram. Look at the, when Instagram came out. I'm sorry, yeah. Z. I keep cutting you nah, off. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Look at Instagram when it first came out. What it do? What it do? Let him cook. It did a bunch of filters that made it look like you took shitty photos from a fucking Polaroid. That's all Instagram was. We finally yeah. got access to yeah, good, originally. better cameras. You know, they're better now, but better at the time. 
in the pocket, you know, like you could take a photo. And then what do you do? You put a bunch of horrible filters on it that make like you make it look like you took it in the 70s. It's the first thing Every, we went to. Everything yeah. Yeah. first thing we went to. Turn. Yeah, it's so there's there's two things about AI and specifically because we're using AI at work right now, too. Um, ChatGPT. ChatGPT. Well, I, I have I'm going to get four soon, but it's for coding, really. Um, but um, one is ethics. So ethics is something that's going to be determined by mostly probably government stuff. And that's going to be a big one. So like when people are taking artists and vocals from another song or not another song, uh, someone's personality, I guess, whatever vocal signature yeah, and putting it into a song. Yeah. At some point, that's not going to fucking fly anymore because it's going to cause problems. It's going to happen Two, mm -hmm. music as an AI don't work very well together. And I'm not talking about trying to copy something. I'm talking about trying to be original because the, the there's way too many complexities within ourselves as human beings that AI can't replicate because there's it's only copying. And yeah. that's a big fucking component mm -hmm. of this whole thing. So I wouldn't like initially when I was like AI and music, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be fucked up. Then I thought about it some more, looked into a little bit more, and learned a little bit how this shit actually works. No fucking way. The AI outside of replicating something and trying to make an impression on something is ever going to replace this whole thing. Not as a photograph, I, not as look, a thing. I, yeah. I I hope wholeheartedly yeah. that you're that you're both correct. Look, but if we're you all go see we're Tupac, all gamers here. If you go see Tupac as a hologram, it's not as fulfilling as if you see Tupac. Agreed. If you go see John Lennon as a hologram, <laughs> yeah. it's not as fulfilling. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah, how yeah. close it gets. You know it's that's cool. not Tupac. You yeah. know but it's not John Tupac. Lennon. It, there's something about another human yes. doing their thing that we respect so highly. Because, it, it, look, if a computer is able to do it where it's you can't discern the difference, yeah, who cares? Who cares? It's like if, if, if Moosh goes to see John Lennon, I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. It wasn't John, like, it wasn't John Lennon, so who cares? <laughs> it who, wasn't who, John who Lennon, cares? Yeah. I hey I, I hope I hope completely that you guys are right, but we're all gamers here. Yeah. Has anybody played Detroit Become Human? Oh, that that game is awesome. They predicted this. That game is deep. Yeah, they predicted yeah. this exact scenario. I'm sure the yeah. Simpsons did. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. The Simpsons had to have done this. It's, they predicted the fucking god yeah, the, particle the down Simpsons, to like a thousandth yeah. of a of a decimal. It's 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 crazy yeah. because Detroit become human because I I did I never I didn't play it but I did watch and walk did the whole walk through all the whole thing, but like it was yeah. it was impressive. I was like oh shit. One but, of the most interesting things in that game is picking up and reading the magazines. Oh fuck! Yeah, because that you you they're talking about it, it, the whole game's about AI rights, yeah. right? When they become sentient, and so you yeah. see it about sports. But there is a particular magazine that you pick up mm -hmm. where the where there's artists rebelling against the record industry and the music industry as a whole. Yeah, because there there is science to music. Music is yes. math, right? But it's the emotion that makes it yes, special. Absolutely. Um. But they found you know, a way to fix that, and now, like, the, basically, record labels have artists that they don't. It's it's very it's, weird. It's it's crazy. It is really what it is. It's, um, yeah. Um. So another game that's fucking fantastic. I know it didn't come out very early. It came out, and I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be a problem. Cyberpunk. 
2077. So yeah. reading the things I put some in hours that into game that. is fucking terrifying. It's like some of the articles yep. you read in there, because it's like legit shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, because this is happening. And how they do the whole AI thing out there and how that's whole how they make it work in there. I imagine it's going to get pretty close to that without out, without the flying cars, of course. We're not gonna, I don't think we're ever going to get to that point because not enough no people Jetsons? know how to fucking drive. Right, right, right. So let's, let's get that one out the fucking window real quick. <laughs> but like, um, yeah. You know, I, I would say that one thing to close out this yeah, AI conversation, one thing AI will never do and can never do is dance with the devil. And that's one thing oh, only just, humans he just can do. Segway. <laughs> Hold on to that for ten minutes. Yeah. That was beautiful. I've been sitting on that we for ten minutes. New, <laughs> a new heavyweight champion of the Segway, bro. You can't let him get away with that. You got anything? You were the, the last track. It's it's the last track. Yeah, you got to get us into it. You got to do a better Segway. You were you didn't oh, let him dethrone you. Okay, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no, boy. Now, uh, now we're cooking. One thing, one thing before we we start this, I, I forgot to mention why the spider queen, queen trips me out. Um, I am deathly afraid of spiders. No, oh, yeah. I, that is like, accurate. Somebody will come up. Somebody down, will come up to me and be like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm afraid of spiders." Like I took a picture of the one that I saw the other day. I'm like, you can look at a picture. I spent. Uh, Lord of the Rings in the fetal position. I'm not <laughs> fucking kidding. So if I'm ever just chilling with ghosts not in, a fan of in, in uh, <laughs> Greymore Castle and a fucking spider queen shows up and yeah. now my whole night is filled and full of fucking darkness and terror. Mm-hmm. Dude, not even a hound dog is going to help me. And all my love and life looks bleak, and I'll have no fucking choice but to swallow all my shame and dance with the fucking devil. Bam! Damn, Look at that. Down, down that the track that list. Good. Down the track. You know what? I yield to you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> the fucking seventh of the end. Some operatic shit right there. My God. That is the song that, like, you get the crowd to sing along with you. Oh, dude. I'm yeah. working on it, you know? I'm working on it. We don't do that one. We haven't done that one live yet. A lot of them we haven't done. Really? Live. Yeah, right now, our set is Ghosts, Cemetery Party, Dying, Dying Night is Dark, Hound Dog, uh, Spider Queen, Hallowed, and Shame. Because the members okay. keep changing. I can't keep adding songs. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I think we probably add Commit Murder next, I think. I'm not positive. Well, There's some fighting about that. We got uh, Woe is the one Lisa wants me to add. Um, Darren wants me to do Dance with the Devil. Because uh, everybody gets a break if I do Dance with the Devil. Everybody gets a break but me, you know? <laughs> right, 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 the hardest right. working man up there. You know, I, I don't get a break. See, there it goes. Everybody, everybody wants me to do this song, but everybody gets a fucking break but me. Yeah, yeah. I get the yeah. Fuck Someone's got to do harmonies. <laughs> James, so. James, it's like when I'm when I'm roasting somebody. That's that's when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's when it comes yeah, out. Yeah. I love it. James, when I'm attacking. Remember when we we used to play we used to play live and you would we played at a at a, at a little dive bar. It was not a dive bar. Would, it was an Italian restaurant. 
It was a dive bar <laughs> Italian restaurant mix. It had dive bar etiquette, is what I'm saying. It and didn't pizza. have. A, it did have pizza. Yeah. It didn't have. Uh, <laughs> but you would you would like play your guitar solo and then go and like take a shit. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. like you just we had like the wireless uh, uh, connector for the, the I still uh, guitar do that sometimes. to the. I would go in the bathroom. Do you really? <laughs> Actually, I totally. That's another one. Like the cigarette burn, I completely forgot about. I'm gonna do that now. Yeah, I, I completely yeah, because you did that. It was it was a fun gimmick. You're like you're playing your guitar solo and you get off 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 stage and people are so stoked and you're walking around and you just make your way to the fucking shitter and then you're just like you're playing your just solo in there. and then like you're just in there and then people are like did he just go to the where bathroom? Is he? What the fuck's going on? Where, where is he? And like all of us on stage just is like just yeah, keep just, it going. I guess we'll just keep just yeah we'll just keep going. He's is his signal's still good? I guess yeah, we'll just keep playing. Forty five minutes. Yeah, that, I completely oh, forgot no. about that. That's awesome. I'm so, gonna use that again. With uh, these last three songs that we played on here, mm-hmm. uh, we did our Halloween episode last week, and one of the comments that we made was like, how many of the tracks we, we played and, and discussed would work in a movie or as like opening credits to a show? And like, mm. you're, the last three tracks, uh, A Love So Bleak, Shame, and Dance With The Devil, like, when, I, when I'm enjoying a song, uh, like Moosh called me an active listener earlier, Really, what yep. I'm doing is I I'm I I am directing your music video as I'm listening to it. That's that's what I see in my head whenever I'm listening to music, dude. You you already make theme music, James. Yeah. Like, well, can dude, I can I can I compliment tracks you? Allow me to compliment you because oh please you, please do. I have no shame. You ha. <laughs> see, he's still coming for you. you gotta, now you got to up your game. I don't know what you're doing over there, just smiling. Uh, it, it, with a love so bleak. Uh, so I love, I'm a big Star Wars fan for sure. Uh, I'm more of a Sith guy than the Jedi, but everything you were saying, I just got off the phone with a different, um, there's some things AI just can't do. And I found this guy on Instagram. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to afford him, but, uh, he basically does, he had this video of, um, it's like a ghost, like, so you don't see the legs, but it's got almost like a sheet over him, but he's just walking Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe it because it's so epic looking, but it's the style of it. It's like a guy, think of like a Jedi with a big robe, but that kind of yeah. also looks like a ghost just walking up to a grave and then walking away from it with like this, like moonlight coming through the trees just right. And that was what I was, I was looking at for a love so bleak. And it's, it was absolutely Jedi, well, Sith in my eyes. And so like every time you've said something, it's like either we, oh yeah, no, we did a music video just like that or it was like, oh yeah, no, we're I'm in the process of editing it or yeah, no, I'm I'm reaching out to artists to try to get basically a Star Wars section of the it wouldn't be Star Wars, it'd be more horror, but you know, the yeah. robe with the hood, like if I can't get this guy, I'm going to go shoot it. I have a robe, I have basically a oh you know, I, at least a blanket. No, no, I've I've got like a legit <laughs> like Sith robe. That's like not cosplay. It's like regular attire, which well, it's regular attire Dude, like, for like me. Like the uh, the old man from No Quarters. Yeah, him? yeah, completely. Yeah. So Fuck you're yeah. you're spot on. Everything you've said, I meant to bring it up earlier, but everything you've said so far, I'm like, oh Jesus, he's in my fucking head. Yeah, yeah. let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> let me out. So sorry, oh, I interrupted oh, you. What were you saying? Yeah. No, no, that was it. Yeah, I I really appreciate that was, it. That was that was it. Um, I mean, I, the, the visuals, it's not, for me, it's not enough. I mean, it can be that, you know, the music is good or whatever, but like 
um, you know, something older music used to do. Like we were talking about the lack of guitar solos and stuff like that. But like when you think of Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, like they, they took you on a journey. Yeah. Like, mm. The adventure. There's a trip. Mm. There's an adventure. It's Daisy Confused, Whole Lot of Love. There's these giant fucking instrumental trip out sessions uh, in there. So like we don't really get that anymore. So like if you can that. produce great music and send my mind wandering like if i'm going to direct yeah. your music video or if i'm going to think of a movie or a tv show that this would be perfect for i'm cutting every scene to the beat like that's everything i'm doing in my i head. love it and i've done that on all of these fucking I love that. Thank tracks you. like i love the cinematic side of this um like the, the, you guys produce a sound that leads to not only audible orgasms <laughs> but visual ones too. <laughs> Physical as well sometimes, I'll mind. And, and, the one, I'll let you know. and without years and years of training, practice, and patience, us men, we don't know what a double orgasm feels like. <laughs> so to get it from Von Bolt, I mean, that's Ooh. the best compliment I can oh, give well, you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. The, the story, especially from another film fan, like I'm, I'm just such a big like fan of movies. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest, yeah. but because uh, there's just some people, I just, I really dropped out of the world. Like I don't, I just live and breathe this now. Like that's, I don't have time for nothing else. I'm obsessed. I'm completely, I've lost my mind in this. Like that's it. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I envy you. Can we uh, like mention? Cause that obsession is well, intoxicating. Uh, so one last thing before we go, the, the Elon Musk was asked about what his favorite book was. And he said the Lord of the Rings, because uh, it's a story about a group of people that ha have to do something that's impossible and they just do it anyway. Even if they know they're gonna fail, they still do it. Like, and that's like yeah. the story of his career in a lot of ways. And I think, especially any musician listening, like that's the sooner you get started. The, I think that the hardest part is to choose to do it. The mm -hmm. hardest part, it's the first, the first month where you do <clears throat> figure out how you're gonna commit your life to this and do it. I think it's extremely rewarding, but you are basically embarking on a Lord of the Rings esque adventure where it's, yeah. you're up against impossible odds and that just can't matter to you. You just have to go be willing to die doing it, which in a way with the current state of things and how difficult it is to make music, maybe I'm trying to find some sort of solace in all this, but like in a way it makes it very meaningful because it does kind of separate the boys from the men where it's like, you know, to do it today, you really do have to be willing to die for it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. not everybody's willing to do that. So when you see somebody coming through your town in a rickety old fucking van, those are people like taking the ring to fucking Mordor, dude, in their own way, whether they're good or not. You got to you got to at least give them that. You got to at least give them that. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that all the way. Z, I keep cutting. No, no, I want to <laughs> mention one thing. Like a small project. If you ever come to one of the shows, I'm hoping in the next month or two. Because I'm not gonna be playing this one for the next two or three months. Look for a tape. Oh yeah, okay. And if you have ever heard of a genre called Death Dream, check it out. We're being mysterious. Look for a tape. Now, when you say look for a tape, I immediately thought of like a uh, uh, Tony Jesus. Hawk's secret tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, so is it just like a hidden tape in the fucking tape. venue that you're? Look for. There's gonna be a tape. Maybe we're selling it. Maybe we're not. Just look for a tape. 
and I guarantee. <laughs> fucking no, no. Yeah. This, uh, I don't know what's on. Maybe, maybe not. I just maybe know fuck we made it. <laughs> just, yeah. just, no, you, you, you. I think because uh, Michael, you said you're very visual, and when you're listening to stuff, yeah, we have a fucking treat for you. If oh, you, if ooh. that's if you're so much better at selling the tape than I am. You can get yeah. your hands on the tape. All right, we gotta all find right. this fucking tape. Hold, hold I don't know what up. your goal is. This in is life. a perfect opportunity. Where are you guys? Uh, where are you guys playing? Oh. Moving into this November. is where I become very bad at my job. <laughs> it's, it's between. It, it, <laughs> you know, wait, hold on. We talked about calendars. Yeah, yeah James. I'm gonna pull mine out. What now. the fuck? Where's your calendar? Pull, pull out the now. calendar. Hang on a minute. Yeah. No, so we were playing. Uh, um, Sacramento. No, nah, but where in Sacramento? We're playing. Uh, oh fuck you. Wait, what? Ooh, hold on. That's in my hold neck up. of the woods. Wait a minute. Yeah, we're playing Sacramento next weekend. We are playing the... Fuck. Wait, this coming weekend or the weekend? This like... coming weekend. No, last weekend. Yeah, this coming weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just... You that's said the, next. That's the most Jersey thing he said all night, guys. <laughs> I know. That so, yeah, no, that's, that's my fandom of Dom Rickles, dude. Like, I just fucking love it. <laughs> like, why are you shouting? I'm right here. Um, we're playing with Beastmaker in Sacramento on the 21st, which by the way, Beastmaker, uh, I don't think they've been a band for about 10 years. I think it is. He's been in hot. The, the band I was talking about earlier, the guy that's kind of mentored me and everything sold me the guitar. Like they're, he's an incredible musician, but his original band was a horror band, which I found when I started the Night Stalker, because I was like, Oh, let me see if anybody else has this totally original idea blending horror and you know more metal doom stuff and he was already like the greatest fucking horror doom band that's ever lived so yeah i mean you, what can you do <laughs> yeah what sacramento 21st i think you guys have another show at um uh double down 28 cafe colonial that's yeah. the place in sacramento yeah yeah uh, Cafe Colonial, and then we're playing uh, the 28th in Vegas at the Sand Dollar downtown. Do you remember the Sand Dollar? I remember the I Sand Dollar, Sand but Dollar. it's there's it's a downtown changed there, a few times. Yeah, it's back. It's the Sand Dollar's back, but there's a second one now that's downtown, which I've never been to yet. So I'm looking forward to playing. Hey, that. so real quick, speaking of Sand Dollar, is the Mona Black Snake still a thing? I think so. Old blues band. I think so. If not, it's fairly recent the last couple of years that they might have gone their other ways because i i swear i saw them on a flyer somewhere recently because i do the second okay. I, I figure it out i'm gonna go see them i gotta go see them yeah it's the old blues band yeah. used to go to all the time so uh, uh, unfortunately um i i have something i can't miss in ventura oh on the 28th yeah. oh man that's gonna be that, a good one that too. night because you are literally what are you doing instead of us what are happen. you doing it's a memorial I, service oh yeah dude. so is our we, concert we, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing the same sure, shit yeah, yeah. no Moosh and, Moosh and I uh, unfortunately lost a, a close yeah, friend sorry to hear that uh, mm-hmm. re- yeah uh, you know it's it, it sucks um, cancer's a bitch cancer be, is a bitch yeah fuck cancer yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck cancer it'll be it'll be good to see a bunch of people and I, I'm bringing Moosh with me in spirit I'm gonna see a lot of our old gang that we've sort of touched on but uh, yeah I'm gonna be in um Ventura that weekend. Yeah, no, but good. Next time you guys are coming to California, let me know because I can make it anywhere in California unless there's something else. Not a deal. Yeah, we'll be back. Um, I'm right now. I might be trying to do an acoustic set at the Viper Room. We just haven't done one in a while in Hollywood. You know, I'm, we'll see. I'm, I'm working on them. I even know the and, Viper and, Room is still a yeah, thing. It, it's, yeah, that's wild. I don't have any inside information, but I don't 
I when I was there, I didn't get the impression that they're closing. There were gonna be apartments hmm. because that's what we need. Uh, I could probably find you some gigs up in the Pacific Northwest if you're that. looking. I, I literally I had a badass pickup truck back when I had a multi Emmy and Grammy winning recording studio and production company. I traded it in for a big mom SUV with a DVD player because it's got Atta a V8 girl. and it's got a tow package and we could we could take the band on the road. It, so it, we're it, we're we're ready to go. That thing is badass. It's it a is fucking badass, Sequoia. Like it's the next. Oh, it's, a it's, the ne- it's the next well, thing you, you get to an Armada. Well, you didn't say it was a Sequoia. Yeah. Yeah, like no, so if, sorry. You, if you if you what? <laughs> no, if it was an Armada, then I'd be like, oh shit! Yeah, this, yeah, no, it's, no, it's, it's, this it's, thing is sick as fuck though. We're like, gonna wrap it in black, dude. Yeah, dude, dude it's so yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta do what you, you gotta. Dragon decal on the side, right. you know? Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. like death, me- <laughs> death metal soccer mom. You guys just get us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was, I've thrown around <laughs> this idea of putting out a record called Black Dragon, but I think it's already a thing. I think it's already a thing. Uh, Who did that? It's Who a, did that? It's a '70s or '80s. As far as is that not oh, a genre okay. of pornography? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Z's <laughs> OnlyFans. It's free for a week if you if you get yeah, a chance. Yeah. The Black Dragon. <laughs> and then I get your ass. You get your credit cards in there. Be like, all right, hundred dollars. But right no, now. there's a. I think somebody Take already got to it. I was looking it up, and I was like, I don't know why I was because I was thinking too, like a big cool tattoo and stuff. But I was like, nah. I did a bunch of dragon related slot machines, so it's kinda on my mind and I was like, eh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I, I will make this happen and like I said, I am looking to, to attend Sick New World in yeah, March. If or you're April. Ever, obviously if you guys are ever in Vegas, like I'll get you drunk. Like, let's go. 100%. So, uh, my my Love. mother, my uncle, I still have a ton of family in Vegas. Just your so mom's you know, in James. Vegas? She lives in oh, Vegas. I thought yeah, she was yeah. still in California. No, no, she uh, moved out Mama to Moosh the Mama Moose. She's out in Henderson now. Oh, no shit. That's where our guitarist is. Yeah, remember when we used to At jump least... her fence? She lived like downtown Vegas, like next to uh We shot a lot uh, of indie films over there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. No. Back before there was yeah, only Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, <laughs> we had only, only tapes. Only VHS tapes. Only, only tapes. tapes. <laughs> a lot of VHS. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, hey, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and close it out. Where can everybody find you guys on socials? Yeah, on socials, we're at Von Bolt Band, V-O-N-B-O-L-D-T Band. I'm not going to spell that for you. If, I mean, you're hopeless at that point. There'll be a link in the description of this episode as cool. well. Cool. And then yeah. um, and we'll tweet about website, it when the episode release. VonBolt.com. VonBolt.com. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that in our description. And uh, once again, in all seriousness, seriously, somebody take the house or the ghost of Graymore Castle. And make that theme for your fucking Christmas. And what is it about yeah. Christmas in us? Because we have a dying music. It, video. It's the Nightmare Before it's Christmas. Hollow, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Do they yeah. go hand no, in no, hand? No, no, but we, we have Elfman a Christmas music video. Be... Dying, the song "Dying" is a Christmas song for us. That's what I because I wrote it on Christmas. So it's an ugly Christmas sweater party where uh, oh, everybody shit. kills everybody. It, well, we got a track for "Wreck the Halls." Yeah, which, you gotta, uh, got to. I'll send it to you guys. It's it's it, we, we us with Christmas though. We always do so well around Christmas. I got right. Maybe I'll do Sinatra and I'll do a whole Christmas album. James, Fuck yes. James, should we White should Christmas? we end the episode with an MP3 of a homemade tornado? Oh God, yeah. Should we just end the episode? And if if anybody's made it this far right, in the episode, right. they can they can hear us from fifteen. Yeah, play some high school wait, shit. T- Twenty years ago, hundred percent. Wow, let's throw that in. Let's do it. All right, I'm in. All right, everybody. Uh, as always, mental health is mental health. All proceeds from that merchandise goes to help people struggling with uh, with uh, that sort of challenge. You can find all of that at thecutmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at thecutmusic1. James, 
and Z. It is it's been so much fun hanging out with you guys. Hey, as always, we always extend an open invitation to our artists. When you guys got something else coming out that you want to promote and get the word out, you guys have an open invitation. Come back and hang out with us anytime. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a fucking blast. Uh let's I haven't even heard whatever the you've fuck never heard this talking about so let's all cringe together we have a, a new outro song brought to us by the uh, stale marshmallows I'm assuming I was probably yep. when we recorded this too oh yeah okay so the shit marshmallows <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think we're all gonna shit marshmallows after we hear this have a good week see you guys next Later. time
Strangest thing is that I want to keep in touch 